0: Robles let's go, St. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores after an- another impromptu break. <laughs> um, with me, as always, my best friend and the other host of the show, El Robles. Hey, what's up,
1: guys? Uh, I want to say that impromptu break was uh, kind of on me,
0: 4th uh, of uh, July and all that. <laughs> I mean, no, it's in- entirely. It would have been a huge dick move if we were to have recorded on 4th of July, to be honest, because that's when people have a lot of things planned out. I didn't, you know, so, so honestly, we probably should have looked ahead when we decided to make our two week break. Um, maybe next should time we'll, no, we'll, <laughs> nah, no, hell no, <laughs> like, no, uh, definitely not that, but, uh, definitely t- next time we'll take 4th of July into consideration when we take our break, um, the, the, for next year. But yeah, so we did take a, 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 we, we took another episode off, but I think that helped us out a little bit too, cause it gave us time to, to watch the second episode of, of, you know Neymar the perfect chaos cuz i it i was thinking I was like oh man I'm going to have to watch this right now on, on, on 4th of July but good thing we 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 ended up not doing that so that worked out but
1: but yeah I mean, so, it is a pretty it was a pretty interesting episode
0: yeah we'll definitely get into it man but but yeah so 4th of July or how was your how was your 4th of July i know you had that was your your your, your holiday with the kids
1: yeah that's 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 a uh, so they like watching fireworks. They just don't like the really loud popping ones. But that we, that's where I, I was kind of like, we ended up getting like a bunch of those, uh, those poppers, the ones you throw on the floor and they pop. So they were like, yeah, they were, they were really having fun with those. So it kind of helped out with, uh, with by doing that and then doing like little small little fireworks, the ones that like they don't pop. They just fizzle out. Oh like a fountain? Um, kind, kind, yeah, kind of like that. It is like the but they were like the Mexican made ones. So yeah. yeah. Let's say vaquines, they call it.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. I I feel like that's something that kids just grow have to grow into because I mean like right now Heidi like Heidi loves fireworks but like Emma um she loves the fireworks but she just doesn't like that it's so loud. But I think that No, oh, exactly.
1: Like, so like we actually stayed outside on the street. And we watched because you know we have that little park or that the country club. club. That's right. Yeah. yeah, they they always do it. So you honestly
0: had like a better view, probably, because I mean you you've gone with us to to the country club to go watch it. And I like now that we're members, we literally hang outside by the fence and watch it from from that view. Anyways, but uh, yeah, this year they did it a lot differently because you know you know where we would be at you know by the fence, you normally have like a really good shot of like the the fireworks. So, they decided to move it this year. And so, basically, everybody... Oh, because you type, But, like, everybody basically had to turn their necks to the right to see the fireworks. Because mm-hmm. that's where they decided to do the fireworks this time.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, me, well, me, it was like... I literally just kind of stepped onto the street and then that was it.
0: Honestly, and we saw. probably get a good view of the fireworks from our house, too. But we just... I don't know. I guess we we want to go over there, but...
1: Nah, I mean it was it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I mean it was it was pretty legit. The kids like like I said uh, that day. I took them to their moms a little bit later. Um, So by the time that the fireworks were popping, it was like you know almost oh, so around, around that time.
0: Just seeing fireworks.
1: No, uh, the the thing is, we stayed we stayed up till till they finished the last one, the very last one, where it's like it popped a big one, mm-hmm. and then uh yeah, so that's where we were we were at. Uh, in that in that moment um but then you know dropped them off while we were dropped while we we were driving um there was some more fireworks popping around left and right and stuff so they were all kind of excited and stuff and since i had like the their tv show on you know in the in the car they were they were listening through it to the bluetooth so they didn't really hear the popping noises just they would see the lights out yeah they would see the lights outside that's so cool. it, all in all, it was a good, it was a good day. Like we literally spend most of the day outside of the pool, like for them, like their pool, not, not mm-hmm. no big pool. It was just a little plastic pool. we
0: we're, 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 we have a good idea what you're talking about, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, not, nah, uh, maybe next year we can probably, cause we were talking, me and my sister, we were talking about like going downtown and like, you know. You know like what we did that one time we went to that that Yeah, long
1: time ago Yeah yeah.
0: Like that one time like because I was like it's really fun it'd be cool to do like a little picnic over there Um, make it like a real day out of it which is what I because you know 4th of July is my favorite holiday and that's kind of what I've been missing of doing for 4th of July is actually like making a day out of it not like oh we're gonna have dinner and then oh let's go over to the country club and watch the fireworks like I actually want to like a full day like I would love to dedicate that day going to the beach like but like I just don't, like, honestly, realistically, especially because, like, the thing that sucked though was that 4th of July was on a Monday, and even though I was off Monday, um, I still had to work the next day, so I had to still come in early, you know, not come in early, but, you know, get in, get, you know, go to to work, which all of us, we all had to do, we all had to go work the next day, so it's, like, kind of sucks that, like, that was the reality, like, it would have been cool if 4th of July was, like, in the weekend, because then you could at least... Brace yourselves for brace yourself for the for at least the, the next day of recovery. But yep. yeah, I would like to actually be able to make a day out of of July again. I,
1: it, I mean, I I get it, I get it. I mean, it, I, I was even thinking about like the whole grilling thing. Yeah, I was thinking about like, Man, that'd be nice.
0: Maybe maybe one day, maybe one day. But yeah, um, yeah. So we're we got quite the show for you. A lot of transfers has been happening, so we'll definitely touch up on what's been going on with the transfers. Um, there's actually some interesting things going on with managers as far as the MLS goes. So I didn't put it in the timeline, but I'll go ahead and, and bring it up because, um, you know, and I frankly probably ever doesn't care because he hates the MLS. Um. <laughs> it's not that I hate it. It's just uh,
1: everybody. Okay, so we already know what happened this weekend, but we'll, we'll probably touch up on it too, you know, uh, with the Dynamo.
0: Oh, oh, yeah! I I have a lot of things to say. About yeah, that. exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, So um, got headlines as usual. Uh, we have a debate topic, which it feels like deja vu because we talked about pertains to a specific goat. Uh, uh, which is crazy that we had this almost the same exact discussion about another goat last year. So it, it's a it's interesting, but here we are. We'll we'll talk about that. We'll recap the second episode of Neymar: The Perfect Chaos. If you guys don't know, Netflix came out with a little documentary series. It is actually produced by LeBron James. If that makes you guys even excited, for some people, hey, LeBron. James. Do you mean?
1: Do you mean? Do you mean Lebron
0: Yeah. So
1: office reference.
0: Never went to high school. You know, who guys didn't go to didn't go to college. Kobe, LeBron. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeez. So we're going to recap the second episode of Neymar the Perfect Chaos. I think it's a really interesting one. I feel like this is where we can probably hear more from Edwards' perspective cuz pertains to his team. Uh, so so yeah. we'll, we'll talk we'll definitely cover that. Uh, we got games to recap. We had some crazy games this weekend. Um so definitely want we're going to touch up on those games. Also announce our players of the week and then give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend. Um, if you guys don't know, the Women's Euro is going on currently right now, as well as the Women's Copa América. And I do believe there's some. Uh, well, actually, I think the Women's U.S. Women's National Team just qualified once again for the World Cup. Um, so, which I mean, duh, that was going to happen. But yeah, so the, so also Concacaf had their thing as well, and uh, I believe also the Women's African Cup of Nations is also happening. A lot of things going on with women's soccer. Once again, me and I were out of respect. Uh, for for the WOSO community. We'll try not to touch up too much on it. We want to give them the focus, so go check out WOSO Digital Media. Go ahead and check out Women Kickballs. They've been doing such a great job covering it, so make sure you guys uh, hit them up. We'll go ahead and drop another tweet about making sure you guys go follow them because they're doing such a great job, and once again, we don't want to deprive anything from them, so get make sure you guys check them out because they are grinding very hard, especially right now which me and I work a different way because we had that crazy summer of soccer last year. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah. And then we're going to do our 3-up, three 3-down. Three Obviously, we we touched up on Liga and Mackey's last episode, so we're going to do the jerseys. We're going to look at the jerseys. Um, unfortunately, my team is not on the 3-up on the this year, but they will be featured in 3-up, three 3-down. Three um, <laughs> so, so we'll go ahead and touch up on that uh, as well. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with Transfer Watch.
1: Hector, are you listening to music?
0: No, I am not listening to music. I'm listening to my audiobook on Audible.
1: What's Audible?
0: Audible allows you to listen to a large library of audiobooks at your convenience.
1: What if I'm not sure about Audible?
0: Well, you can start a 30-day free trial when you use the link audibletrial.com slash insert podcast. Not only do you get the experience of Audible, but you'll also be supporting Insert Name FC.
1: I'm gonna start my free trial right now.
0: All right, make sure you follow us on social media at insert on Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah, just go ahead and follow us. All right, so transfer watch. We're gonna start things off with Arsenal as they officially I mean Matt Turner has been linked with Arsenal. It is like the worst kept secret ever in any Arsenal rumor mill. But yeah, Matt Turner is now officially with Arsenal. Um he's gonna be rocking the number thirty because you know Eddie Nicotia is now wearing fourteen. Still don't know how I feel about that. Um <laughs> but but yeah, so as soon as as soon as Arsenal comes out with their goalkeeper jersey, you you know who I'm getting. Um so that could also be the kiss of death because all my Arsenal jerseys, players don't play for Arsenal. Dude, <laughs> for real. Like, <laughs> like with I said, Bellerin, as well as it was my saving grace, and now it's the, now it's not.
1: <laughs> you had Belerine, like I said. Ooh, who else? Leno. Leno. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah. I don't know <laughs> what's going on with you, bro. You just got uh, that. It's like the curse of the Hector jerseys now.
0: Jesus, Arsenal. Arsenal jerseys. Let's be. Just be mindful, Arsenal. That's the only team I've cursed so far. <laughs> well, I mean, depends how they feel about the player feels. Because, I mean, some people probably don't even want to play for Arsenal anymore. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, Matt Turner in Arsenal. Um, honestly, I don't know how I feel about this because, you know, Matt Turner versus Aaron Ramzo, I think, could be an interesting goalkeeper uh, competition. But I still feel like I have to give the edge to Ramzo just because of what he's done so far with Arsenal. Uh, which I didn't expect much from him to be honest, because I didn't really know that much about Aaron Ramsdale. Besides that, he was with Sheffield United after Dean Henderson, and they got relegated. Um, so I was like, that's not a good side. Uh, <clears throat> but you know, he's he's looked like a really good goalkeeper. So it's gonna, be, it's I'm gonna be, I'm really conflicted right now because I do like how Ramsdale plays, but I would love to see uh, Matt Turner also start as well. So it's gonna, I'm conflicted here. For the sake of the U.S. men's national team, I would have preferred him go so well he's going to play, guaranteed. But uh, we'll see. Maybe, maybe Matt Turner can can beat out Rams. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens there. Um. So, Edwards' club, Juventus, well not his club, but his Italian team, Juventus, is in talks with Roma's Nicolo Zaniolo. Uh, so, another promising Italian player. I don't know if he's young or anything like that. I just know he's a, a pretty good Italian player. Like, you know, Ube likes to take everybody from their league. So
1: yeah, I mean, but the thing is, like, with, with, with who is like they at least like to keep it. You know, like a lot of people were like, you know, there's not a team that's actually like legit, like full German, full Spanish, full like like a good uh, like uh, all star team. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Bayern, Bayern, to be honest, like the exception. Bayern and Borussia have a lot of uh, homegrown like well, German also players. Well,
0: that's because of. Obviously, the Bundesliga has made it a very strict rule that you have to have. I believe the rule is you have to have at least six German players on the field.
1: Yeah. Remember I remember the rule you mean. made me. I
0: mean, because technically that's the rule. <laughs> I think that's the rule. I can't, I can, I could probably be wrong on that just because I'm pretty sure there's probably not six German players playing for. Actually, you know what? Let's see. Fire Munich. All right. Nar- Narby, so he's German. Uh, Mueller, he's German. No there is German. Um, Kimmich is German. Noor is German. Uh um Leroy Sane. Oh yeah, Leroy Sane is German. Dang, I forgot he's German. hmm Uh missing one more. Um, Muslera. Um, Mussa- Muslera? Pois- Whatever that that young one, the the young kid. The the fuck the... what's his name?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> but he's German. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. That's six. Okay. So it's so okay. I don't know about, I don't know Dortmund's, Dortmund's roster like that. Hey, but you got yeah, to so now. Yeah. Oh, so, um, I mean,
1: German. <laughs> yeah. Is he? Yeah. I think he is. Hmm? I don't know that. Niklas, Niklas Well,
0: uh, anyways, we're, 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 I don't know. We're talking about Bayern right now. <laughs> or or, or Dorman right? Oh, actually, kind of because of the fact that Italy. But yeah, so Juventus is going to be looking to get Nicolas So We'll see how mm-hmm. that works out. Sticking with Juventus, Angel Di Maria has now joined Juventus. So, how do you feel?
1: Uh, I feel like it's a it's a it's a decent buy. Like it's a good
0: buy. Like um,
1: or not even a good buy, is it? Like he he was a free transfer, was he? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's a good uh. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good spot for him. Honestly, um, he's been what he was in what Benfica. He was in uh, he was in Real Madrid after that. And then he was in in Manchester, Manchester and then he was at, and then he's in PSG. So it's like he has like that resume of the guy who works like maybe four or five jobs his whole life, but each job he's worked like a good eight years or so, or nine years or ten years. So it's like. He's got that resume down. Like he, he, he's a good player all around. So if he wants to go ahead and like let's say finish with Juventus, like it'd be pretty cool. Like that, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, I think I think think he's a he's a good player. He's a good he's a good winger. He's a playmaker. Like he's actually he wouldn't be a he's not a liability. If anything, he's a. I think he would be helpful to Juventus with his experience and with his. He still has that. Crazy ass speed and that crazy left foot.
0: Yeah, I think I want to say he's so underrated, but I don't think I don't think underrated is actually now the word for him because I think everybody respects his game way too much now. Not way yeah. too much, but people respect Bro, his game. So his, I mean, his, like his, I don't his think his shot, you can say he's under the radar because I mean, maybe under the radar because of the fact that he where you know you know Real Madrid, he you know obviously Cristiano Ronaldo's over there, and then PSG. Well, not necessarily Messi, but uh, but freaking you had him, him Neymar. Neymar.
1: Ne- at at first you had well. At first you had Icardi, and then that was supposed to be like, uh, like the like the the name to drop. You know, you had Icardi. You Not had. Um, I, I know, no, I know. You had Icardi. Uh, who else did you have there? Cavani. Um, Cavani. I
0: don't um, think he was there for Zlatan. Mm, no, because no. I
1: think that's when
0: he was in menu. Yeah, time. that was
1: before. Yeah. Um, oh. Who else? Who else? Who else came through that was also a big name? I mean, PSG has had a lot of a lot of big names. I mean, he was there with, like with Berapi, you know, like he's still there with Verati. Mean, I mean, he's still there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, technically he's still there. Yeah. Um. There's just uh. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of names that you would you would see. And then obviously but then with Marea,
0: Argentina, it was just completely overshadowed by Messi. So yeah.
1: So well, I know mean, because I mean, think about. Think about it. Think about it this way: like Messi, of course, is on the, the the right wing, and then you got Di Maria on the left wing, and then it was always it was always good that way. Like uh, the way they played it, they played a really good, respectable game.
0: Um, like, it, yeah, I, I it, always, I it always was like Gonzalo his style, boy, and that costume. So <laughs> <in any laughs> yeah,
1: you, you would think you would think like maybe Kuhn. You know, being up there, or maybe a younger coon, or if if Lutaro Martinez was in there, maybe,
0: <laughs> or they finally played Dybala? The
1: or <laughs> they no. Well, the thing is, the thing is, Dibala and Messi have the same playing style, so it was like yeah, the Dybala played, center,
0: played a center forward position.
1: He played a center forward, center attack mid, or even like he could probably play striker as well. Kind of like how remember how Mario Gote was. That's yeah. how that's how Dibala is.
0: That's what I'm so, saying. You you could have played him there, but and, uh, yeah, uh, but. Uh, that's, it's a habit. But yeah, so on has the Juventus. So we'll see what happens. Juventus was, has been really busy, has been pretty busy actually starting this uh, transfer window.
1: Yeah.
0: So we, we talked about it last episode, but yeah, Garrett Bale, he's going to LAFC. So we found out that LAFC actually said $75,000 to enter Miami for Garrett Bale's rights. Because if you guys don't know, when it comes to MLS, there's like a. I guess you could say a list of people that, like whoever's in front of the list that's who gets like the, the, the rights to a, to a big name player. Um, so
1: it's kind like, of like um,
0: it's kind of like not all of y'all can have like the best players in the world except for you other guys. So you can get whatever you want. But it's, yeah, essentially it's like their way of like keeping it fair. Like, hey, you get a star. You get a star kind of thing. Well,
1: I, okay, so each team I think it's what it is. is each team gets five players that they want and if any other team picks up any one player from that roster or from that list that they have, they got to pay them a certain percentage depending on the place that they were. And I think Gary Phil was either second or third in their list. So that's why they got 75,000.
0: Well, cause there was the rumors that Gary Bale was going to go to Miami, but clearly that, that didn't happen. But yeah. So, yeah. but yeah. So if you guys want to know how LAFC managed to get Gary and, uh, and Cellini well there you go that's how that, that's how that happened
1: yeah, but yeah I mean so. they didn't have to, they didn't really have to pay too much for Cellini anyways, but Garrett Bell technically it's kind of like a free transfer slash <laughs> here here's money so we can have him.
0: yeah <laughs> so yeah so it's, I'm, it's I'm like, really excited to see what how Garrett Bell's gonna play with LAFC. um Carlos just the thought of Carlos Bella and, and Garrett Bell it it's interesting that's all I gotta it's say. it's gonna
1: I want to say it's kind of like going back in time, just in a bit, in a way, because uh, the Carlos Carlos Vela played for Arsenal. He played for Arsenal, right? He played so for, it's for Arsenal. Madrid. Like, Play for Arsenal. It's kind of like, like it's kind of like going back to uh, well, instead of playing against each other, it's kind of like going back to like uh, oh yeah, um, that's right, Bell, 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 Tottenham. Yeah.
0: No, garrett Bell was with Real Madrid when Carlos Vela was at Real Sociedad. Oh well, then there, there you go.
1: So it's kind of like. But I was gonna say it's like it's kind of like Gareth Bale and Tottenham and then Carlos Vela and Arsenal, but now they're
0: playing together instead it's of. It's crazy to think that uh, that Gareth Bale was a was a left back starting his yeah. career.
1: <laughs> Man, I mean, dude, dude had crazy speed. And then the thing is, like, you know, I, I guess it's because of his like his mass. I mean, you see his shoulders, dude. Like he's got boulders, dude. He's a big, yeah. Dude. He's a tall dude, big dude, and he has that crazy speed. I still this day to remember that fucking goal he did. Oh, when he, he burned out Jordi Alba. When he bur- when he burned no, it wasn't even was it Jordi Alba? I thought it was uh Sergei Sergei was kids where Sergei was kids kinda pushed him out to the out to the outside and he still outran to the outside and he still went from the outside all the way into the field and he still burned him.
0: So when, I was so like, when, bro, so when the copa that I- Yeah. I
1: was like, happened. oh my god, like that was insane. I was just like, dude. I was yeah. like, shit. To have the composure. And, like, the balance to do that and the speed to come back from that, like, that, that that's, that's badass. I mean, but hopefully he'll pull something off like that with LA.
0: And, I mean, LAFC, I mean, every year it seems like LAFC is, like, the strong favorite to compete for the MLS Cup. And then they just, <laughs> in the playoffs. But maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe this is going to help. But, yeah. Maybe. Um, continuing on, Fernandinho is going, to, going back to Brazil and playing for his boyhood club of Atlético. Uh, Paranace. Damn. So, you know, I mean, it, it was time. I, you know, I don't, I don't think he was going to be playing that long, much longer for, for Man City. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Way,
0: way, to, way, way to end his career there. Um, Arsenal and Manchester United are both interested in Ajax's Lisandro Martinez. So, expect a bidding war happening there. Ajax, another promising player. And this is how they stay in business, is because that you know teams throw money at them. If you guys want to know why IX stays afloat, that's how they. Do. That's what that's what it does. But yeah, so that so be, be let's let's see what happens over there with that with that bidding war. Uh, Takumi Minamino, who everyone was really excited about him going to Liverpool, um, it hasn't panned out so much in Liverpool. Honestly, I forgot that he plays for Liverpool. To be honest, no,
1: he. he I actually remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I, I hardly see him playing anymore for, for, for Liverpool. He, he, kinda, he
1: would come in as like a super sub and he even scored. So that's why I was like, you know, I thought he was, he was good. I guess you could say he's kind of like the... Uh, I hate to bring it up, but like Shinji Kagawa in Manchester.
0: Oh, that that was a disappointment. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he he's actually going to France to play for Monaco. So, well, I, mean, I think that's a good move for him, honestly. I think... We'll see what happens yeah. with Monaco. Yeah. I mean, do you remember when Monaco was like
1: the powerhouse, the one that had all the money, so they had all these players in there?
0: Oh, they still do. that <laughs> never panned out. Damn.
1: <laughs> it
0: just never worked out that way. They were, they were like, yeah, we're going to compete with PSG. Oh.
1: I and mean, we're still waiting.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> if anything, they saw they, in the, the, like, literally the year before they sent James Rodriguez to Real Madrid. They literally bought him from Porto. Yeah. yeah, and I think Bernardo Silva too. It was like they had Mbappe, they had James, they had Falcao. Yeah, they they, they, had, they, definitely, uh, they definitely fucked up with Mbappe. They should have should have kept that man. That's on yeah. them now. But hey, maybe they didn't want him to be their sporting director. Um, pretty much. But speaking of of LAFC, so Carlos Vela was actually going to his contract was going to run out at the end of this season. He actually extends with LAFC. Literally after the signing of Garrett Bale. So I think Carlos Vela is clearly motivated to stay with LA and try to win a championship there. So there you go. So more more years of Carlos Vela. There There you go. go. Xavi Simmons, a young, promising Dutch player that has played with, has been with PSG. I won't say play, but he's been with PSG for quite some time. He is actually going to PSV on a free deal.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, think about it. He actually came out of Barca, and then even, even, he uh, even said that his parents named him uh, for Xavi Hernandez, and now that he's the coach, you know what I mean? And it's like, they let him go. I don't know for how how much of them go as a youth product Wait, to PSG. How old is he? He's for his
0: parents like to name him after Xavi?
1: Yeah, he's, he's a kid. He's, he yeah, was 17 when he and was like, in- what is, How old is he right now? Like, 17? He's, uh, I think he's 18 or 19, bro. You can check.
0: Has Shavi been he, playing he, for like he, 18 he played, years?
1: He, he he played, no, he played in, uh, he played in the, uh, uh, in one of the, the senior matches, in one of the uh, pro matches for PSG. He's no, 19. I, yeah, I, he's I, 19.
0: I know that, but I'm just saying like, has Shabby really been playing like, is Shavi really that, that old that like, people were like naming their kids after him? Yeah. Well, how old is Shabby right now? Like, he's he's like what, like forty one? He's forty two. He's forty two. Yeah. <laughs> wait. So, wait, like, let's say twenty. Okay, twenty years ago, right? So he was twenty two. Okay, yeah, that makes it. God damn.
1: Yeah. So, God. like, by then, by then, Shabby was like, make he made a name for himself in Barca. He made a name for himself in
0: the. That's just Spain. So crazy. That's just I crazy mean, to think about, right there. Because I was like. <laughs> wait, I mean, like, remember, Nelson wanted to name his kid Xavi. Yeah, but that made more sense because like at the, Xavi was like, what, like 32?
1: No, he was younger than that. He was probably like 26, 27.
0: When was, wait, when was his Nicole?
1: Nicole? When yeah. Nicole was born?
0: Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Nicole's
1: like, what, think what about like it. six? Let, let, let's put it this way. A, I think so. Six or seven?
0: See, if that that makes sense though. Like this we're talking about a nineteen year old.
1: Yeah, but like, like I said I'm, I'm not mean, I'm
0: not gonna sit here and, and like name my kid Emil because I'm like, oh yeah, this kid might have something. But like <laughs> <laughs> like you know, Emil Smith Bro. Like I'm not gonna like it's not like in in twenty years from now, it's like, oh Emil Flores. It's
1: like, <laughs> yeah, it like, it's like oh, right, or no, how about how not uh uh
0: it. Xavi was that player though. I'll, I'll give. I'll give props to that. That. So I just. I just think it's interesting that there's like this young couple that's just watching Xavi play, and they're like, "Yeah, that guy's gonna be good. We're gonna name my kid Xavi." All <laughs> but right. Javier, you know Xavi for short. But, Javier, you know. Javier. <laughs> But I just I guess that that was okay. But, but yeah, he's going to PSV to go to play under Ruben Nestroy. So.
1: So he's playing under a Dutch legend, and we'll see if he can make the name for himself. I mean, hey, I mean, with the name like Xavi, see if he can carry it
0: around. So we'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, quarantine Gene to Inter Miami. Uh, he plays play for Lens. So I guess Inter Miami is changing some things up. Maybe they're like, okay, well, clearly Guayan failed. So we need to stop going with these big name guys. Jeez.
1: But even his brother, no? Or was his brother doing better?
0: His brother was like an established MLS player at that point. Oh. I mean, his brother actually won an MLS Cup, so.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah. Uh, Juventus, like I said, Juventus has been pretty busy. It has been busy. Uh, Juventus is actually prepared to offer a Ravio for Firmino swap with Liverpool. Damn. Like, how many more midfielders does Liverpool need? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well i mean technically to be you honest a bro defenders no no technically 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 bro like i hate to say it like this but technically with Thiago alcantara that's just two midfielders right there bro like him the way he played bro like
0: but yeah but you still got dean henderson uh Legend. James Milner. Okay, okay, you got. to
1: Oh him. God! Come <laughs> on, fuck. dude. I hate how you fucking.
0: I hate that. <laughs> Will you say Milner's better than Raviot? No, actually, honestly, we don't know right now because he he's barely plays. So actually, Milner probably knows
1: the end Milner, right now. Milner, yeah. I was like, Milner, I, I would say no
0: for the for the sake of the youth, and uh but in the sake of actually been playing, I would probably give point to Milner.
1: So. Yeah.
0: Wow, they really don't have that much of a midfield. Well, you know what? That's, that's what everyone kept saying in the Champions League final, like, oh, the midfield that Liverpool has isn't really that great compared to Rambo. Well, to be fair, that's Casemiro, Tony Cruz, and Luka Modric. So, I mean, that's like compare, like, that's like if saying like the midfield match is not compared to Xavi, Iniesta, and Busquets. Like, that's not fair. It's not fair yeah. to compare to those two, those two groups. But yeah, so, but I mean, you know, does Juventus need a, a striker? Uh, I guess. Um, okay. Well, see, we'll see if, if Liverpool likes that move.
1: Uh, well, the thing is with with Firmino, like Firmino, I feel like he's he's not. No, now with Darwin two. Nunez,
0: you're you're not playing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, damn, damn, that match is gonna be crazy. Holland versus Nunez.
0: Yeah, and Ha... Holland Damn. got everyone thinking he was going to wear number fifteen, and then turns out, nah, I'm going to wear number
1: nine. <laughs> yeah, he's like, nah, I like I want to be number nine. I guess, I guess he wanted to keep his dad's name intact or his dad's number intact. Like he's just like, nah, let's, let's keep it retired. <laughs>
0: yeah, I guess so. Um, Rom- Romelu Lukaku back to Inter Milan, so he he must be happy. You know, he's he's been. He been oh yeah, he made it clear that he did. He wanted to go back to Inter Milan and i think
1: he actually uh they had a friendly i think was it on australia or somewhere they had a friendly and i think he even scored in the in the preseason and i think they won like 10 to 0
0: look here's the lesson chelsea just stop just just retire number 9 like the number 9 has been a curse um for chelsea like for quite some time now so uh yeah just just stop giving people number 9 fernando torres that Oh God, that was the, the one. in the Um, Fakou. Yeah. I forgot Fakou played for Chelsea at one point.
1: Um, what number was Didier Didier Drogba? Was he number 11. nine? No, oh, okay, okay, never nine. mind. I was like, yeah, I was about to See. say, I was like,
0: yeah. So just uh, let's uh, let's just retire the number nine because it's it's just it's more of a kiss of death than me buying an Arsenal player's jersey. So. <laughs>
1: Man, you never know. They might find a number nine out of nowhere in the woodwork somewhere. Uh, but you never know. You never
0: know. So, yeah. So, Chelsea in need of a number nine. Uh, Richarlison going to Tottenham. He went from Everton to not win any trophies to now Tottenham to not win any trophies. So, quite the upgrade, buddy.
1: We make we 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 jokes, but we don't know, bro. Like, that's the thing. It's like with all these moves going on, it's like everybody Man. already basically says Man City is already winning it with uh, Haaland. I was like, "Well, you never yeah, know, I don't right? expect like, Tottenham
0: to be a competitor. So, damn, such a. I'm not gonna ever say a, Tottenham's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> damn.
0: No, that that trophy case is gonna continue to be empty
1: as let long me as I'm this.
0: alive. Let, that t- that trophy let, room is gonna be. Let,
1: empty. let me ask you. Let me ask you this: What if Tottenham goes against Arsenal and they win like seven to zero? Just just. Throwing a number out there, just just
0: in a game. Yeah, I mean it doesn't matter. They're not going to win a championship. Damn. I... As long as I live, that trophy room is just going to be your room.
1: And if they end up winning a trophy, it doesn't matter. Even if it's like the FA Cup or whatever. Like if they end up winning what, a what trophy, you though, about the FA Cup? <laughs> no, I'm saying like if it's the F, what is it? What is it the one that you always say? Like it's not a trophy. The supporter
0: shields. <laughs> Oh, the
1: supporter shield. There you go.
0: That um, would mean Tottenham had to have won something to be in the community shield.
1: So. Damn! What a dick! <laughs> I'm over here trying to be nice and stuff, and this dude I'm here. I'm never gonna dude. be
0: nice to Tottenham. I, I'm nicer to Barcelona than I am to Tottenham Damn. It's because Barcelona is actually good.
1: Yeah. Right now, don't even, don't even get me. Um, um, they have all the great prospects and stuff. It's just. The people that are cemented are just the ones that are causing problems there. Anyways, let's go. Let's get out that talk. Let's get out that talk. Let's keep yeah. talking about things. All
0: right. Uh, U.S. International Jordan Pfog is going to Union Berlin. So he went from being the top goal scorer over in Switzerland to now going into the Bundesliga playing for Union Berlin. I think it's actually a really good move for him. Hopefully. He could, look, right now, the number nine, the, the striker spot in, in the U.S. men's national team is still up in the air. So, um, it's literally up for grabs. To anybody, it, shoot, right now, freaking Jesus Ferreira right now looks like he's the better option and it's not really saying much. This, so just somebody score goals. <laughs> literally, that's Damn. all you need is just one somebody. <laughs> shoot, might, we might have to get Josie Altador out of retirement. <laughs>
1: Damn, <laughs> bringing him out of retirement, eh? That's yeah, how bad it is?
0: Team retirement, but yeah, sheesh. He's <laughs> like good God, someone scored some goals. <laughs> Man.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Vitinha to PSG. Uh, Vitinha actually has been playing for Porto, so he is going to PSG. So, that's it. Uh, Mateo Quenduzi going to Marcial. Well, he well staying at Marcial to be honest, because he he was been on loan with Marcial for quite uh, for past season, and mm-hmm. he did not want to go back to Arsenal, and I don't blame him, because I don't want him in Arsenal either, so, <laughs> so yeah, good, good for him he's, he's going to be happy in France he's actually Come a really up. good player I just don't, I'm not a, I didn't, never understood the hype, I know there's some people that really like Guendouzi, I wasn't one of those people, so I mean, great hair that's all I gotta say but, <laughs> but yeah um, Mohamed Salah, he extends with Liverpool, so after Sadio Mane Broke everybody's hearts and went to Bayern Munich. He, you know, Mohamed Salah's like, don't worry, guys, you still got me. Yeah, and, and Darwin Núñez. So that's gonna be such a fun duo. Oh uh, yeah.
1: So. I mean, you got Mo Salah who does that crazy. He does the moves, he does the cuts and everything. And then you got Darwin Núñez. Uh, his if
0: you, dribbling if you is not a is clean not... cut, man. Freaking, just watch Mohamed Salah play. Oh yeah,
1: like those cut does, especially with his left foot. Mm -hmm. When he cuts and he does it with such quick speed and agility, I was like, damn, I was like, this dude here. Um, but uh, yeah, um, his uh, him and Darwin Nunez, you're gonna see those centers, Darwin's just gonna try to head around and and Luis Diaz,
0: yeah. Oh, (laughs) yeah, dude, that is Whenever whenever deal, I don't know where they're gonna play Joda, but I'm sure they're gonna have to figure it out somewhere,
1: and then they might, he might be like the super sub,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Sven Botman, over from Lille, is now going to Newcastle United.
1: Huh. I mean, and Newcastle still has all that money.
0: Newcastle still has all that money. We'll see what they
1: mm-hmm.
0: do. Uh, there are clubs in Brazil and Mexico interested in Donny Alves because you know Barcelona said, "No, we're not giving you new- <laughs> giving you another contract. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Honestly, it's it's fair. I don't. I don't Did you hear?
1: Did you hear? Did you hear about? Did you hear about like what he said? Like uh, Dani always said about like Barcelona that it is right now. Like he's like Barcelona doesn't care about the players that made the history. I'm like I I'm kind of old. <laughs> no, that exactly. That's why I was like. <laughs> even I was like, you know what? Like I get it where they're coming from because I'm like they're trying to rebuild. Even even if anything, Xavi brought him back to try to help out like Sergino Des like basically the new. Up and coming defenders, like you know, hey, he was there strictly guys... for
0: just hey, can you help like in- improve around the dressing room, like pretty much. <laughs> so I, I'm just but, like, like I mean, obviously, be grateful for what the the past Barcelona players have done. Obviously, their accomplishments are amazing. You know how many troubles were accomplished for that Barcelona team? What is, sucks? Is, is freaking what ridiculous. sucks is
1: like I hate the fact that most of the players from Barcelona, especially like the great ones. The only one that I guess you could say left in a decent way was Messi, but like Swat you know, like uh, yeah, Na- no, even Neymar, that. even Neymar, like Neymar's way. Everybody was saying like, oh, he left in a bad way, and then we'll, we'll explain that, you know, uh, with the documentary uh, uh, talk. But um, I mean, even even um, just everybody that's been they helped out Barcelona for the longest time. They've all just said, man. Barcelona just, you know, they just let you go like a fucking, like a comrade. They just do you one time and that's it. Let's go, like you can go in a dumpster. So
0: yeah, so I mean, that, it's a fair point. But Dani Alves is also super old, and
1: I mean, that's that's what be you gotta fun to explain. See him in Leon.
0: I'll give <laughs> that. No, that
1: would be so awesome,
0: dude. That's I think
1: even at, even at his current stage, he's a damn good player to be playing over there. You know. I mean, look uh, at Gignac.
0: Yeah, that's true. So yeah, so we'll see what happens with with Dani Alves. I mean, he's he's going to be eccentric for sure. Um, mm-hmm. so Manchester United goalkeeper backup goalkeeper Dean Henderson. I mean, it's let's face it, David de Gea found his form again. So uh-huh. basically, Manchester United is is good for goalkeeper right now. So he's going to go on loan at Nottingham Forest.
1: I think that's a good that's a good move for him. He he needs a little bit more burn. Mm-hmm. So. By the time he gets there yeah, he just needs to play man yeah
0: there you go by the time
1: like let's say if manchester you know gets him back if they don't have like an option to buy kind of loan um when he comes back i'm pretty sure he'll be you know, like he'll be good he'll be ready um exactly. if they be there, yeah you know uh, uh it's gonna be like one how many like one year loan or a short term or, i think it's just a
0: one-year loan oh uh, okay yeah, yeah he will be good Alright. Worst case
1: is like they can use them for a bit, and then uh, either they sell the Jia or they sell him. But either way, they'll get their money's worth. The thing uh-huh. is, like, yeah, in order right. to invest it properly, uh, <laughs> you can sense his frustration.
0: Yep. All right, so Mkhitaryan, he is going to enter Milan. Um, so that's it. That's all. Oh. Um. Mm-hmm. Onana, the goalkeeper from Ajax, is officially now leaving Ajax, and he's going to be with Inter Milan, which is very interesting. Because I want to know, I wonder what that means for the current goalkeeper. Um, he's Dutch, not, not Dutch. He's Croatian. I just don't remember his name. But anyways, so yeah, so they've had him for for such a long time. He's even the captain of the team. So I think they're preparing for when he leaves because Onana. That's actually a pretty good <laughs> replacement, if you ask me. But yeah. All right, a little MLS going on. Uh, so Cucho Hernandez, who actually played with Southampton, they got relegated, I believe, and so instead of going with, uh, you know, to another team in Europe, because um, there was still some teams that very much interested in him in Europe, um, he decided um, he is actually going to the MLS and, and is playing for the Columbus Crew, and he's already making quite the statement in his debut with the Columbus Crew this past weekend, so I think that's very telling of, of that there is an attraction to the MLS now. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, it's cool. Like, what sucks is, like, everybody sees, like, the MLS, you know, uh, that's that's the reason why it sucks for me. It's like, everybody sees the MLS as, you know, quote-unquote, the retirement league, but I'm like, they 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 have good players. It's just, you know... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what else to... how to explain myself. I mean, we've had this conversation before.
0: Yeah. But in due time, Edward. In due time. Uh, Santos would like to have Neymar back. <laughs> That's it. That that. I'm sure they're going to make an offer, but I don't think Neymar's going to say yes.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's going back.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is going to make Edward a little bit happy. Frank Kessie to Barcelona, so... He Is no longer with AC Milan. His contract is up, so he's going to Barcelona on a free deal. So,
1: yeah, it's just a wage. Uh, I think it's gonna,
0: yeah, it's gonna be what's gonna be a heavy, heavy burden. A really good midfielder, though. So,
1: yeah,
0: uh, Christian mm-hmm. Eriksen is now has a new home at Manchester United.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so that's. That's pretty cool. That's honestly, I, I don't know if it's like a publicity deal
0: or like, you know, they really do want to see where he's going to fit into there. Um, yeah, because I'm very so, curious at where he's going to play, especially with the fact that you have, you know, Bruno Fernandez. So,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: Calvin Phillips is leaving Leeds United to go to Manchester City. Ooh. Damn. <laughs>
1: And dude, like, what the hell? What is Manchester City doing? They're just like, we're just gonna get the best players out of all the all the teams yes, now. and We're just are, gonna make a big. So, so what's like all with the roddy? No, they're, 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 yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, roddy's roddy's pretty good. So I was like, I oh, don't I don't understand what the hell is going on. They just want to.
0: They just want chaos.
1: I, I know what I'm saying. I think I think what they want is like they just want. They're they're literally now the PSG of, of EPL.
0: Like they just want the best players. They want their they want their second team to be just as lethal. That's <laughs> basically what are doing. That's you're that's,
1: a, that's basically like Bayern Munich move, dude. Yeah. Now that you think about it, Bayern Munich does that shit. And they're like, but they don't actually go and buy like, oh here, like we're gonna no, they're just homegrown players that are just damn
0: good. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. Um Defender from Chelsea, Andreas Christensen. He's actually out of contract, and he's going to Barcelona on a free transfer.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, what, uh, I mean, I'm I'm excited for him and stuff. It's I like, mean, you,
0: you guys it's definitely it's need it's center backs, so
1: yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Because I'm not going to be playing his 100 percent right now. He's gonna focus on a lot of different stuff right now.
0: Gavi's <clears clears throat> <God, he's> mom. <laughs> uh, pretty much. <laughs> uh, Rodrigo gets an extension with Real Madrid. So happy for the guy. Um, he deserves it. So the first signing in the Terhag era of Manchester United is fullback Tyrell Malasio
1: Oh yeah, the good the dude from uh Framework. was it Framework? or Framework? yeah Framework. Oh, Framework. Yeah, so that's why I was like, dude, like I still remember, like he's he's a speedy dude, dude. Like he's a speedy left back. So, so
0: we'll see what. We'll see what that because you know Manchester United really needs a left back.
1: I mean, dude, they...
0: hopefully uh, that means they're they're cleaning house because you got Alex Telles over know. there. You got.
1: I mean, I like is I mean, um, he. I, I don't know, man. Like, he, he's good. He's good, but it's just uh, we just you need know, to play. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. It's just.
0: Okay, we'll see. Oh no, man! So, Cold Hero Divac Origi, it, you know, he's he left Liverpool. His contract was up. This is the theme of this of this transfer. It's just like, hey, guys, contracts are up. So he is now officially with AC Milan. The, the revolving door of strikers continues over there. So, yeah.
1: So yeah, there you go. Hey, but uh, remember, we always thought Origi was going to end up being like Liverpool for a
0: while. I mean, the man scored the the, the the finishing goal in the Champions League final for them against Tottenham. Proved that Tottenham doesn't win anything. Um, <laughs> dude. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, so interesting. I'm I'm excited to see what Divock can do. Uh, you know, cult hero, and he's actually really good. Uh, Tyler Adams, he will be basically Calvin Phillips' replacement at Leeds United. Damn. So, which I'm happy for him, you know. Reunion with Jesse Marsh. You guys don't remember Jesse Marsh was at one point the manager of RB Leipzig before he got fired, um, but now he's at Leeds. So, and he's already got himself two American players. Is is it also conv- er, ironic that also the ownership group for Leeds United is also American? Uh, yeah, it's kind. Of, I don't know. It's kind of funny. But, <laughs> I um, don't know. But yeah, so let's now put it two, out. two new Americans <laughs> in Leeds United. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, this, this was one that really took me back Because I didn't even know this was happening But Raheem Sterling to Chelsea You didn't know? No, I mean, I knew But I was just kind of shocked that You didn't think he was going to take it? Honestly, I thought The fact that the rumor was so strong with Barcelona Last year That like, oh yeah, Barcelona, like Shabby really wants Raheem Sterling And then He's in Chelsea Which, I mean, RIP to Christian Pulisic So uh, Get the hell out of Chelsea now, Pulisic yeah, pretty much. Oh my god! Yeah, Chelsea, dude. What if well, he doesn't return? A striker, well, but I mean, <laughs> are if, they going to give Raheem the number nine?
1: No, I was going to say I was like, I was like, do you think, do you think uh, they might do uh, if, if anything, do you think it would be a good idea for Felicit to go back to Dortmund? Um, I mean, Dortmund right they, now. Do they need a Bro, honestly though, like they got all these all this young talent right now. Like they 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 did buy like four new players, and they still got their in-house. So it's just they're they're good. Honestly, I I really don't don't think so. They're, they're good at developing talent. They they have they have badass scouts. They they have badass
0: ca- uh, scouts. I mean, I think, I think I think it would be a great return for for them to get plastic back just because of like you know obviously that that's what set off his career. But, yeah. Um, who knows? Maybe I I, I want to be against. It. I think it would be a good move. I think he actually plays. Um. So, and it would be cool to him to continue his partnership with Giorena. Yeah, it's a it's a win win there. Uh, st- speaking of Barisci Darwin, they have signed Sebastian Haller, which I yeah. honestly think is a great signing. Um, I mean, obviously the concern of losing Holland was big. I don't. I'm not trying to say that he's gonna replace Holland, but he's definitely a very good. Replacement, uh, because I think
1: he's a good, scoreboard. he's a, he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a good replacement option. That's what I was saying. I was like, dude, they signed like four new players.
0: And he's familiar so with the Liga Yeah. Played, played with Frankfurt, went to Ajax, dominated over there and there, Daviesi. So, I mean, I think he, he's going to be the perfect striker for, for Dortmund. I, 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 I kid you not. Like, I'm really, I thought that was a good move. I like Sebastian Holler too. So, that is a, that's a good move. Uh Joe Gomez extends with Liverpool. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Alejandro. That was Poz- like yeah. Alejandro Pozuelo to Inter Miami. So he's leaving Toronto going to Inter Miami. So Inter Miami. Doing some things different. Also, uh, I I didn't find it on, on on you know when I was looking for for the transfers, but I do believe uh benardenci is going to, to Toronto.
1: Mm.
0: So the Italian, which I believe he's he's not old, so he's gonna be joining Insignia over there. So there you go. That's interesting. Yeah. Um speaking of Juventus, Juventus is interested in Christian Polisic. That would be a badass move. So Weston McKenny. So there you go. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't go to Tottenham. Stay with Americans, Luca Della Torre is going to Celta Vigo.
1: I think that's that would be a good move.
0: Yeah, I, I really like Luca Del Torre. I don't know if you got a chance to watch him play, I would, but I mean the man is just a maestro with the ball. Yeah. Very underrated player. Uh Barcelona center back Clement Linglit. Ling is going on loan at Tottenham. So uh R I P your guy.
1: Um yeah, I know, I kinda figure. He hasn't been he hasn't been seeing a lot of playtime man.
0: So it's been I a mean, while since he's had
1: Arajo is you know just Arajo's so Yeah. I mean what do you think of that 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 lineup, uh, Araujo and Christensen?
0: You know that might be a really good one, honestly. Because you know that you that got a, like- an experienced center back in Christensen, obviously with then you know, playing for Denmark and obviously has won the Champions League.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I think that would be a really good partnership. And then with Orajo is, with his athleticism, Christian Eriksson, I mean, Christian Eriksen, uh, and, and Andrea uh, Christensen, he's very athletic as well. Um, so I think that could be a good partnership, honestly. I know that, like, Barcelona also, also wants Aspila Cueta. Um.
1: They've been wanting us, the for the longest time, I just so say let it go.
0: Yeah, because I think that transfer that transfer fee is way too high. For it's him.
1: been long. No, it's too high. But I'm like, he's already kind of up there too. It's like you'd be trading in Jordi Alba for fucking the same. Basically, just maybe yeah, like a slightly taller player. guy. It's the same player. It's dude. essentially
0: the same player. Yeah, that's what I was
1: like. What? Why? Like that's that was my reaction.
0: I was so like, this what? might get Why? you excited. So Rafina, who's been linked with. Freaking Chelsea and Arsenal. Um, he's going to Barcelona.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that one. That was actually I'm excited for that one. So
0: a Brazilian.
1: It's not Barcelona
0: without a Brazilian. Everybody knows that. So yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh Nico Williams going to Nani Forest. Uh Masoud Ozil is actually prepared to end his contract with Fenerbahce.
1: Damn. Um do you think you would probably end up wanting to go to MLS at that point? I, I would hope
0: can... so. <laughs> I would hope so. I would welcome him with open arms. Um Dynamo? Dynamo? Dynamo. Dynamo. They, they need a cam. They need, yeah. <laughs> they need a cam, so they need mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, they need everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. And MLS wants Luis Suarez. What team? I don't know. Probably enter Miami. <laughs>
1: probably,
0: probably Inter Miami. But they want Luis Suarez. So, shoot, I want Luis Suarez. So that's let, a uh, yeah. Uh, but also, like I said, I was gonna add these two manager things that are happening right now with the MLS. So it is. It's official. Wayne Rooney will become the manager of DC United. So obviously, nice. things didn't work out with Derby Derby County. Basically, went down the shithole. Um, and then everything that they promised to Wayne Rooney did not pan out. So he said, "Screw it, I'm leaving." And now he's going to the club that he played for at one point when he went to the MLS um, to to manage DC United. So he's familiar with the MLS a little bit. I mean, he only played like half a season, but still, um, I think I think it's a good move. I think I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, and San Jose Earthquakes is looking to hire. Landon Donovan to be their manager. Damn. Going back to the olden days. Yeah, so. The most successful MLS player because that's only the only place he played at was in the MLS. So, I mean, he's very familiar with the lake. We could definitely say that. So, I think it's kind of weird that, I mean, that's where he started out was with San Jose. But it's just interesting because of the fact that like, you know, he's I think he's more known for his LA Galaxy time. But, hey. Yeah. San Jose needs needs something. So this is this is something. So I mean I, I I gotta give props for them for that at least. But all right, So we're gonna get in with the headlines. And we're gonna actually start with your with your club, Barcelona. Barcelona is gaining a, a huge boost, but it seems like Barcelona is kind of doing some um basically like selling their kidneys at this point, trying <laughs> to get themselves back into back in, you know, in in a good financial standing. So Barcelona have announced that they have 260 million. million euros in sale of 10% of their La Liga television rights with 6th Street Partners. So they are giving 10% of their television rights to this investment group to get $267 million.
1: It's like they're pimping themselves out at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, you you got the Spotify deal, which honestly is pretty cool. Um, Actually, right now, Hector, you're listening through this through Spotify, you fucking idiot. So... (laughs) You're helping Barcelona right now. You fucking moron. There you, go.
1: there you go. Keep going. Keep going, bro. Keep going, bro.
0: And at this point, it's like, eh, I'm lazy about ending streaming services. Edward could tell you that. Um, he really
1: is.
0: So, yeah. So here I am financially helping Barcelona. <laughs> but yeah, they got that. It's a cool jersey. Like, it's a cool jersey sponsorship, though, because then they can have Bad Bunny on the jersey one day or, you know, Will Smith. Like, a, I don't know why I said Will Smith. <laughs> That would be funny, that.
1: Dude <laughs> sure, here, bro. <laughs> this dude here, I, I don't. Even, I don't know what to say. Maybe
0: Will Smith gets back into the music business. Who knows? <laughs> but anyways, so, I mean, you know, like we said, we did that. They're possibly gonna be changing Cap News name to Spotify Cab News. I, I don't. I forgot what what they were gonna do there. But you know, so they're 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 doing what they need to. To get back after, because you know Joseph Bartman definitely screwed them over. Um, yeah, but they're trying to basically stay afloat. You know, man, they're they are giving up some things that are could be viewed as valuable assets when when all this is, you know when all this is done uh, you know clearing dust. So I mean, never I, I gotta ask you, like, do you feel this is like really it, like? If, I feel like it's, I mean, you know, they're giving up collateral to get the this money. Essentially, it's like they're taking loans out. To get well, back. Okay. In-
1: let, let, me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. So, yes, it's kind of like they're. Because the thing is, this is not just taking out a loan, honestly. This is literally like them pawning something and then getting money for it. But in order for them to get that money, like to get their rights back, they have to pay it more with interest, of course, because more than likely with time, that they're. The, they're gonna want to sell those rights back to them at a higher price, especially if Barcelona is making that money and is, is you know they show they have that money. Um, the thing is, like they got they just got to dump some stock. Like they got to dump. When I say stock, I mean like I hate to say this. Well, you know, not really, but I mean, not just because it was a dumbass. And not because he was just dumbass, but they just gotta let Pique go. Like that—that's one of the biggest wages that they have in there, and one of the biggest players that is worth a shitload of money because of all his investments and all of that stuff. Like, I feel like he's not focused on the field anymore. Now he's focused on his retirement. Like, what what comes after soccer? Like, he's—you know—he's not gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna be part of the Barcelona board. I'm going to be part of Barcelona's like training camp. I'm going to be training the defenders. You already know that's not him. Like to me, that was, that's Puyol. Like that's Puyol's deal. Like right there. Like he's, he's an ambassador. He's, he's legit Barcelona blood in, blood out. Piquet is like, he's there. He, he's more focused on what goes on financially in his own stuff, like in his own uh, businesses. And I'm not, I'm not telling him like that's a bad thing. It's just, when you know you're part of a club that's like down in the dumps like that, and you already, you're basically set. He's already set. He doesn't have to worry about, oh, you know, I, you know, I don't have to work anymore or I could just literally be sitting at home working from home. I'm like, I would honestly be like, hey guys, I just, you know, I just want to announce he's already old enough to do so. He's old enough to retire. He's got his own shit going on. And we already know his own shit is bullshit. Like, we're, we're, I feel like smacking him in the face for doing so. Um, if anything, Shakira, hi. My name's Edward. Big fan. Love you. And, uh, you know, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm picking myself out. Leave me alone. Um, I don't but, know how Alejandro's
0: going to feel about that <sighs>
1: She hasn't said anything. She has never said anything to me. Oh,
0: heartbreak. I, 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 still, I still
1: love her, though. I still do. If she ever tells you anything, let me know. But I really doubt it. <laughs> um, but anyways, I, I just feel like he's one of the big players that is in there right now, that is taking up a lot of stock, a lot of the money um, from from Barcelona. Like where where if you were to get rid of him, you would bring in a lot of money, and also get rid of a lot of that wage there. But look what's going on with De Jong right now, like. So but they're still they still owe this dude 20 million euros. Like how in the hell do you get that deep But you owe a single player 20
0: million euros? Dude, at this rate, I wouldn't be surprised if we end up seeing freaking Barcelona at Shark Tank.
1: <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like we have this invention. What's the invention? It's called, oh watch, they're gonna end up you know remember do you remember those uh um the the messy video? where um, he was nummegging megging everybody. I think it was like a Gatorade commercial and he was megging everybody. And then finally they created like an anti-messy net between the uh, legs. Yeah. And then so they're going to come out with that in Shark Tank. Like we have something for people who not get meg, who don't need the humiliation. The anti-megging net. Patent pending Barcelona.
0: <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Barcelona.
1: <laughs> but, you know, it's just, I feel like He's one of those big, I'll be honest, Ter Stegen, he is a big, he he is a big chunk as well. Like, he he's a goalkeeper, and yet, I don't think a goalkeeper is valued as much as he is. And, and I mean, Barcelona have put a massive price tag on him. He has a big wage for a goalkeeper. Um I'm not saying, oh, take it away or whatever, but yeah, he's also one of the players that's like, that's taking a, a big chunk of it, but honestly, he's showing his worth. BK, recently, he hasn't been showing his worth. It hasn't, I'm not even just saying recently, but maybe the past couple of years, he's he's done fuck-ups. He's gotten mad. He's, he's cussed at his own teammates. Like, I'm like, dude, you literally talk to these dudes every freaking day and you let, you let that shit happen you lose yourself in your own mind, in your own head, you lose yourself and then you end up getting scored on and you blame other players. Like,
0: Dude, you, you like, got to work that's on That's like, P.K. was cussing everybody out.
1: That's what I'm saying, bro. And he's like, I'm the only one back here. What's going on, bro? I'm like, dude, you're not the only one back there. It's just, you're getting beat. That's it. You have to admit it. And you got to let it. You got to fire everybody up. Don't just fucking insult everybody. Talking about they don't suck. They ask to go fuck on their mother and shit. I was like... I was like, "What, really? You shit on their money?" We're like, "Wow, bro! Like, chill." I'm like, I mean, "Okay, I mean, we can
0: ask Gabby's mom." No.
1: Jeez. Anyways, so what I'm trying to say is like, I Barcelona is doing what they can when they are able to, because I don't like. Let me tell you something. The way that, <laughs> the way that I think that they're going to get out of, rid of a, out of Dijon. Or they're going to have to put like an AT&T move or, or a T-Mobile move where it's like they have to find a club who's going to pay the $20 million that they owe plus whatever <laughs> they, they want. You know, like, hey, we're going to pay your contract. So you just got to switch over to us. So it's kind of like, yeah, okay, we'll pay the $20 million, But if we sell him, you owe us. It's like, what? Yes, you owe us.
0: Like 50. Oh, yeah, you're gonna have some clause. really stuff to get that happening. But
1: that's what that's what I'm saying. Barcelona's gonna be like, we'll give you if you sell him, we'll give you our next up and coming 16 year old prospect. <laughs> we'll give you the rice right to Messi. <laughs> no, they won't. <laughs> they won't M- do that.
0: Pull the MLS move. <laughs> we'll give you the <laughs> rice to Messi.
1: No, they they won't do it. Like, no, what I'm saying is like, but you get what I'm saying though. Like they basically have to pull something.
0: No, yeah, out i their ass, totally and,
1: and they're doing it. They're literally giving up rights, copyrights of certain things. Um, more than likely, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if by the by like the next three years you you'll start seeing like random ass logos on the on their shirts. They're gonna be looking like the shirts from like uh, the salv the, the the Salvadorians, you know, like with the bread and stuff like that, like Salvadorian League. Like they're gonna have all kinds of different logos and stuff, like Scotty Bank and stuff like that, like bro, like yeah,
0: shit. it's gonna like, be a lot of debt consolidation. Merrill
1: Lynch, to with- Merrill Lynch, <laughs> like Jesus. they're gonna have like yeah, big names.
0: It's, it's gonna be crazy,
1: man. So, so months. like they're gonna be like, hey, for the sleeve, for us to wear your stuff on our sleeve, like we, you can see it in big bold letters. We require like about a good seventy-five million dollars. I'm pretty sure there's a company out there that's willing to pay that much or I something mean, like a, at, at a the big end of the day, team like, like that
0: Barcelona is still one of the biggest brands in, in in all not just soccer but just in sports in general
1: that's so. what I'm saying it's kind of like I hate to say it, like Manchester United you know like shit they're playing like trash but still one of the biggest teams biggest names in the world and you still have all these stars you know mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that Barcelona is the same with the same way just because you lost just because you don't have Messi doesn't mean anything else
0: you know yeah. Exactly. But so. we'll we'll see what happens with, with, with Barcelona and their finances. Um I mean they got some guys on free transfers, Frank Kessie and, and um and, and Christensen. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens, what, what else they're gonna be doing, what what they else they got rolling up in their sleeves. But uh moving on to the next thing. So uh sporting director Kylian Mbappe goes ahead and gives Pochettino his exit papers. So Pochettino is officially no longer the manager over at PSG. Um, first off, what is your reaction of the fact that Pochettino is no longer the manager at PSG?
1: I think we saw that coming, bro. Yeah, that's that's that's. Uh, I think that we saw that coming, bro. So I don't think we uh we need that. Like we need to even really talk about?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not really surprised by it. Um, it's it's kind of funny though that it was so like they like even freaking like all the all the soccer announcing like little sites and you know social media posts were like, oh yeah, is on, it's gonna be the future manager of PSG, and then he just like, nah, I'm good. Um,
1: I, I mean, I, they were really, I, I think, think they were really dead set on Sidan. That's like that's the deal.
0: Yeah, I but I just think that like. I think even Zidane doesn't like the idea of a player having so much having so much control of a club. Yeah, mm. and and I and like I I honestly agree with the fact that like I'm like I like, I've said it I didn't like I don't like that Mbappe has this much control. Not, and I'm not saying he has full control of the club, but he has a say, and, and it's like an impactful say. It's not like here's my thoughts, and it's like okay, Mbappe, fuck off like you know like it's not one of those kind of like it's like oh we we're going to take them. like
1: or we will we'll take, take it in. into consideration like yeah. it's not like that yeah like,
0: And that's like, what,
1: that's what irks you because you're just like bro how how, how just, are you like- i don't
0: like the idea of someone being bigger than the club because that's essentially what it that what PSG did. And that's why i kind of don't i i am now officially anti PSG like the the fact that you had to go stupid and not because i'm also petty cuz you know he he chose PSG over real madrid which that also doesn't help but it's just like this was a dirty tack like you had to get dirty to get your guy which i mean respect i mean i'll give them props they did what they had to do to get their guy to keep their guy but at the same time it's like no other player gets this kind of treatment like even messi doesn't get clearly messi didn't get that treatment no
1: no they could have they could have easily been like well you see we need a player so can we go ahead and offer you like 20 percent of the board or you know fuck um or shoot you know, in Manchester
0: United. You don't see them doing that for Ronaldo. So it, it like there's there's no other. I mean, maybe basketball because of LeBron. But like like in, in football, it's not like everything Tom Brady says goes. You know. I mean, they they probably do yeah. consideration what he what he thinks. But like I said, they take it into consideration. They don't actually go and do it. I mean, I'm sure like they're gonna they're gonna keep hanging. You know, Antonio Brown on him for a while now because that's that was his guy. But like it mm-hmm. was just. It's just it does it's just like you, it doesn't normally work out that well when player has like full control and say of shoot look at the Lakers they were god awful last year so I mean like it doesn't always work out I just personally don't like it and clearly the fact that Zidane who looked like it was very clear that he was going to become the manager of PSG and then he just backs out a little, he just backs off of it probably just because he doesn't like that scenario because obviously you're a manager you want control you want to say of how you're. How the team is going to look in your view? So it's exactly. like it it pulls a damper on what you're going to do because now you're like, "Hey, Mbappe, do you want me to use this formation?" He's like, "No, I I'm, I want to be the manager. I want to run the club like how I think should be ran." Granted, it's PSG, so it's not really that difficult, but it's it's still like it's frustrating to know that you have that over you. So they needed some, they needed a manager because obviously Zidane didn't want it, so they gave it to Christophe Galtier. And who will be the new manager for PSG? If you guys want to know who who he is, because you probably don't know who he is. He's actually the guy that is. won League on with Lil in 2020-2021. You guys remember Lil was last the, the season before Lil won the championship. Um and then after that, the co- the coach left, and so did some players, and they went back down to the pooper. Um <laughs> And also, last year, if you guys thought, oh, maybe he stopped managing, no, he's actually he actually managed with Nice last season, and he got them to the Coupe de France final. They lost, but they still, you know, made it to the final, and they clinched the conference league spot. Which, if you're a club like Nice, that's actually not that bad. So, yeah, do I think? I mean, once again, it's PSG. You're gonna, you should win your league. That's granted, you're probably not gonna win championship, but you should at least win your league. You should at least win the Coupe de France. Like, anything that's in, in France, you should probably win. Uh, Champions League might be a bit of a burden, and it's just because you have literally no competition in your league. So there's no, you know, iron sharpening iron over there. But at least you should win your league, maybe compete really well in the Champions League. Um, but once again, you're probably not going to be able to be fair. It, it, you're not going to be in a favorable matchup if you have to take on Real Madrid or, or Chelsea Liverpool. or, or Manchester. Manchester City would just be unfair, but like, you know, like you're, you 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 probably gonna be fair. You're gonna have some good matchups, but when it comes to take on like legitimate teams that are contenders for the Champions League, you, you're probably not gonna win uh, unless, like, I mean, shoot, you had which we'll talk about in the when we talk about the Neymar, but just re- remind, remembering the the choke jobs that they had against Barcelona was just hilarious. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's just, that's just one of those things. But yeah. Um. Once again, it's PSG. I don't expect them not to fail. Christophe, I'm sure he's gonna. have... Every manager so far that's gone to PSG has had a pretty good run. Like even Pochettino, even though he got fired, he still won the league. Um. You know. Too cool. Too cool. Took him to the Champions League final, even though it's Mickey Mouse Champions League final, but still took him to the Champions League final. Um. Emery. Um. Uh, you know. You know. Freaking. When I Emery. When I. When I Emery. Who's a who's a freaking Europa League legend? Um, <laughs> <I don't remember. laughs> so, so I mean, like all of them get pretty have success in that club since they got the money. Ancelotti has had you know it's a, had a, so you are gonna win. That's guaranteed. It's just it, the champion. You 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 get eliminated in Champions League. You are gonna get fired. Just know that if you get if you get knocked down in the sixteen round, in the round of sixteen. Guess what? You're getting fired. Like you're, you're not coming back. Like you might as well start packing. So, right? So yeah. So there's like so you're,
1: packing, you're packing for the bus. You might as well start packing your bags. Yeah, you
0: might. You, you might as well just call your wife. Tell them like, hey, we, we're, we gotta go find a new house. So like, we're we're, <laughs> we're leaving Perry's. So yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens there, but now any any thoughts on on Christoph, Edward?
1: I mean, hey, you know,
0: like, Good welcome to PSG. Buddy. <laughs> Good, good luck! All right, and welcome like to PSG. to PSG. All right, and the last headline, and it is uh, USA is now Olympics bound. So if you guys want to know, US US Youth National Team went ahead and secured their spot in the Olympics after beating Honduras three to nothing. They ended up destroying Dominic, the Dominican Republic seven to nothing in the Concacaf qualifiers. Um, so so they also won that. Uh, but yeah, so they are back in the Olympics, the last time, if you guys want to know, understand why this is such a big deal, last time the U.S. Ben US soccer competed in the Olympics was in 2008 in Beijing.
1: Damn. So
0: if you guys want even more reference, I was in high school. I just well. graduated. Yeah. So, yeah. I was, uh, you know, pimple face Hector. <laughs> so, like, shoot, I'm pretty sure Clint Dempsey was in that team.
1: So, <laughs> shit, I oh, wouldn't
0: got it. But yeah, so just so you have a reference, that's how long—sixteen years, sixteen years—since the U.S. men's have made it to the Olympics, and also it, it, for for everybody to know, they also secured a spot in the 2023 FIFA U20 World Cup as well. Um, so that's also another thing to be excited about. Uh, but yeah, man, when you looked at the roster for for the for these uh, for these games. You didn't have Christian Pulisic, who you, you gotta remember is still under, I think, still under the age of twenty three. No, yep. which, is, which is Olympic. You know, that's, I think
1: that's he's twenty two. That,
0: that's enough. That's enough to qualify for the. Well, would he be able to play in the Olympics?
1: Not totally no, he so. probably not.
0: He probably well. He'd probably be like the. Cause you're allowed to bring, I think, like three players that are over the age of
1: twenty
0: twenty three. So, mm-hmm. so I'm sure he'll he'll want to play. But yeah, so the <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of like. So no Christian Polistic, no Weston McKinney, no Tyler Adams, no 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 Brendan Aronson. There wasn't Aronson there. It was his little brother. Actually he was man of the tournament. Um, yeah, like none of the really? guys that are currently with the US men's national team were on this roster. Like it was all really young guys. It was like, all youth. All the youth kids. And I just gotta say this everywhere, is there should we be a little bit more excited about what's to come from the US? I mean, true, they win the gold medal. That's true. That's badass. That, that's true. That's a, good, that's a good point. But yeah, man, like, I mean, you know, that's like, you got to think about so much pressure was given to these guys after, like, failing to qualify. And all you have to do is just win the semifinal, by the way, to qualify for the Olympics. Um, so, like, there's always been this pressure for the U.S. youth national team that we got we to gotta finally make it to the World Cup. We missed the, I mean, not the World Cup. We got to, we keep missing the Olympics. It's embarrassing, you know. Everyone keeps shitting on us. So, to think this group, this group of players, and once again, we're not, Brandon Aronson wasn't on this team. It was actually, like I said, his little brother Paxton. I think his name is Paxton. Uh, Paxton Aronson. Uh, K. Cow was on that team. Uh, there's his other, other guy that's also really good from, that plays with San Jose right now. Um, but yeah, that, I think that, actually, no, that is K. Cow. Caden Clark is who I'm thinking of, the guy that plays, that's now with RB Leipzig. But yeah, like these are the younger players that like some guys that people have said, like, Hey, man, get ready for, watch out for these guys. And also weirdly enough, a lot of these kids do have affiliation with the, uh, with the Barcelona Residency Academy in Arizona. Um, I don't know if you knew, knew that about that, about that program, Edward, but yeah, there's a lot of those guys are And
1: We're moving to Arizona.
0: (laughs) Yeah. the Barcelona residency academy in Barcelona in Arizona weirdest place to think about having a soccer academy but hey you know <laughs> they're built different over there i guess but yeah man so yeah i mean i can't wait for the olympics finally i have well i mean besides watching the women's national team play but like now i have you know the men's men's going to be been there it's, it's it just sucks not having the U S men's team, especially when you're like, Oh, look at all these players from the U S men's national, especially right now. Cause there are a lot of guys that are now playing in big clubs in Europe right now. So it's like playing in the big leagues in Europe as well. So it's like, come on, man, we got all this talent. And, and weirdly enough, it was the guys that are playing right now in the MLS <laughs> that did it. You're right. So that's also a good sign about what the, M- the MLS is direction. But yeah, so I can't wait. I'm excited. Um, you know, like, kind of going back to when Heath Pierce was talking, uh, when I did, when we did the interview with Heath Pierce, and he was talking about how, like, if you think that this current group of players for the U.S. men's national team is good, like, just wait for the guys that are coming out of the youth systems. Um, so, like, Heath Pierce, like, he kind of, like,
1: gave me gave a, that hint.
0: A foreshadow of what was gonna, what's to come. Like, he yeah. said, like, if you thought Matthew Hoppy was exciting, if you thought, Christian Pulisic and Weston McKennie; these guys were exciting. Like, you haven't seen anything yet. Like, it's just about to get better, which is, it's really cool to see. Hopefully, now that means people are going to start giving a damn about soccer, but, um, I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> but, but it's, gonna, it's, it's right now, it's really cool to see a lot of players, um, liking soccer right now. And it's crazy because, like, uh, they were interviewing, uh, Matt Turner, you know, obviously, because now he's with Arsenal. And when, when they were asking, like, you know, what got him to start playing, he said he actually didn't start playing until after the 2014 World Cup. Damn. You know, like, he watched them play, and he was like, I want to play soccer. So, <laughs> a little bit of a late bloomer, but...
1: It, <laughs> it sounds like sounds like me and the Ronaldinho videos.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I can't wait. Edward can't wait. USA is back in the Olympics. Well, US men's back in the Olympics. <laughs> we gotta We got to <laughs> emphasize that. But, yeah. All right, Edward, it is debate time. This debate is brought to you by uh, by Bonfire. Bonfire is the it, the guys that have made the Instername clothing store. So go ahead and check it out, Instagram MC's clothing store. Once again, if you guys check up our Instagram and Twitter at Instagram MC, there's a link on our bio. That's a link tree. It'll directly show you our link to our clothing store. Go ahead and check it out. Um, Edward, it's kind of crazy. Literally last year, we we mentioned this about Messi. And here we are talking about the other goat, and that is where should Cristiano Ronaldo go? Um, if you guys need understanding, Ronaldo has requested that he wants to leave Manchester United. Uh, you know, which it's it's a it's a bold move because he still has a year left. So that means that Manchester United would have to go find a transfer, um, which I'm sure there's plenty of teams that are still interested in in Ronaldo. But it's a year left. I don't think you're gonna necessarily get too much money for Cristiano Ronaldo, especially at the age of thirty-seven. But so there's a possibility that Cristiano Ronaldo could be leaving Manchester United. Um, but here are the, the rumors and they, there's actually some bet, there's, there's betting odds on this right now. Um, if you didn't know that, Edward, but here are the rumors along with the betting odds starting from most likely to very, very hot, long shot. But Bayern Munich is the most, the heavy favorite according to, according to Vegas with a five, two odds. Damn. Chelsea is the second favorite with nine and you know nine two, which mm-hmm. I really don't want to see that happen. It looks really. I think it'd be really weird to see Cristiano Ronaldo in that blue. Um, <clears throat> at, think, at both yeah, the one they, odds. You, I was
1: about to say I was like, do you think he'd be the number nine?
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I'm sure at this point he's aware of the the, the curse. Uh. With twelve to one odds, a piece is PSG and Real Madrid. God, I hope not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Going back to Madrid, you think? I, I don't think I so. I don't think so.
0: I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want it personally. And it's nothing against Ronaldo. I just for the progression of Real Madrid. Like I'm, all, I've already been saying. Like, come on, we can't. We how long? How much longer can we have? Modric and Tony Cruz, and, and that keeps. And Benzema. And Benzema. Well, oh, Benzema's. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so all the one odds for PSG and Real Madrid. Obviously, everyone's been rooting for the, the super team. We'll probably, we'll probably hear about that soon. Uh, Roma is has 14 to one odds, a reunion with Jose Mourinho. So, But I don't think he's going to go there. He wants to compete in Champions League because he's never heard the, the Europa League soundtrack. <laughs> Napoli, hard, hard, hard. Napoli 20 to one odds. Sporting Lisbon, which I'm sure this is what Cristiano Ronaldo's mom wants, has 25 to 1 odds. Inter Milan, as well, has 25 to 1 odds, as well as the MLS, has 25 to 1 odds. And the most least likely, with 50 to 1 odds, Manchester City. <coughs> also, I believe Manchester United had like, uh, I think it was like, I, don't, I, think I was, was, like, was going to say I was going to say I was like MLS <laughs> I think I think Manchester United was like uh, like 12 and 1 I'm, I, don't, I don't remember I didn't remember seeing that one but anyways they were what do you think what do you think Ronaldo should do
1: honestly you already know I would like to to see the the super team Messi Ronaldo Mbappé what do you think do you think Mbappé would actually want to play with him
0: Bro, if this dude had, gets the chance to have the two goats on the same field with him, just think about it. Messi would be on the right. Mbappe would, probably play, would be willing to play on the left if it meant that Cristiano Ronaldo was, on, was up front as striker.
1: Dude, that trident would be destruction, dude.
0: Also very old, uh, but I mean, you know, we know how well Ronaldo likes to take care of himself. But also, if you guys don't know the the one thing I also need to point out is Ronaldo doesn't defend like at all, like not even remotely. Um, so <laughs> it, it's actually like a like in in I think in like someone pulled out the statistic that Ronaldo's one of the worst at pressing, uh, which probably is also kind of like a you know he's, he's up there in age, so I don't think he wants to defend as much. So he doesn't go back and defend. He he stays up front like he's that old dude in pickup. Um, but I just need to point that out. But I think, it, you know, obviously in league Un, which I'm sure he'll be fine there. But just know yeah. that whoever, if, if you're on his team, you're going to have to at least pick up the slack and, and the defensive part of the field. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not only defending. Um, so, yeah. Imagine
1: if we take him to Swiss. <laughs> he'll go up. and they hit Hey, man, and come there's down. no
0: offside in Swiss. <laughs> so, at least I think there's no offside in Swiss. I have never, like... They have the... The three line rule, remember? Oh, well, I mean, like, okay, so that's, well, yeah, that's kind of like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that—that's that's only the ball can't can't cross unless, yeah, something like that. I forgot.
1: As, as long as the ball doesn't, no, you bounce can't shoot out from pass, outside, right? Yeah, you can't shoot. No, you pass all the way from there. Like, yeah. let's say if you your guys like next to the goalie and you shoot it all the way from where the keeper's at, and then like it hits like passing that line. You can't, uh, you can't, uh, how do I say it? You can't, um, pass it, or you can't, you can't basically, basically, they would play the, 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 ball all the way on the backside.
0: That's true. But yeah, so obviously you're, you're signing with PSG. You want to see the super team happen. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I get that. Um, you would think that I would be saying go to the MLS, which honestly, that's, that's definitely the second one I would think I would actually want to mention. But look, man. There's one thing you guys need to know about me. I am a mama's boy. Um, and I will say this. Mama wants him to go to sport in Lisbon. <laughs> so, Ronaldo, quit being a dick. You know, you love your mom. With being a dick? What the <laughs> hell? She wanted him to go to dick. Portugal last season.
1: <laughs> He's not being a dick.
0: Like, no, Mom, I don't want to play in your, your favorite club. <laughs>
1: He's not being a dick. I don't think it's about playing for the favorite club. It's more like playing for
0: to be home. Well, he will be home. But I, he I at I, the sport, is Sporting in the Champions League. I don't know. One of these teams has to. The other thing is like one of them has to be Benfica. is in, in, in the in the Champions League. Did they win the the title last year? No, that was no. Was that they sport? were they were in, they were no, no.
1: Benfica is in the Champions League. Remember?
0: Yeah, I know that. But we're talking about Sporting. Sporting?
1: No. I think they were probably like trying to qualify for it.
0: Well, we'll see. But when it comes to Champions League teams, obviously Bayern Munich, Chelsea, PSG, Real Madrid. Uh, I don't think Roma's in there. Uh, Maybe Napoli? Napoli might have been. Inter Milan, yes. Uh, Well, I mean, MLS isn't even considered part of Champions League. Um, So, those are are possible options. Uh, But, I mean, it would be cool for him to go to the MLS. I will say that, like, just just the the the, the attention, like, it's it would surpass David Beckham's uh, attention. So I think, I think he needs to do it now, sooner rather than later, because he's forty and playing in the MLS is definitely not going to help with the argument of the retirement league. But <laughs> I mean, Ronaldo's already like thirty-seven years old,
1: but I mean, and, and especially if he says, "Hey, so I just want to let you guys know that after this." I'm retired. And then at that point, you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, it would be, I mean, whether he goes to Miami or LA Galaxy or LAFC, uh, that would probably New Oh, maybe maybe New York. I don't think he would like to be playing in Yankee Stadium though. Um, yeah. Miami, I mean, Miami's about to open up their, their new stadium. So that might be the smart move to go there. And he would still have a chance to play with Messi since I think it's like very possible that Messi's gonna to go to Miami anyways. Yeah. I just go to MLS. screw it, just do it. Just, let's, just, let's just do it. But anyways, so that is our, our thoughts. everything super team should happen. I think he should he should say, Mom, I'm going to sporting. So those are our thoughts. Go ahead and share your thoughts. It's gonna be posted on social media. Go ahead and tell us what you guys think on there as well. And if you guys have an idea for a debate topic for a future episode, go ahead and share it there on the post as well or send us a message and if we like it we'll go ahead and discuss it and also give you a shout out. So so there's that. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with uh the, the recap of episode two of Neymar the perfect chaos. Yo Edward I'm digging that jersey. Where did you get it?
1: Thanks. I got it at fanatics.com. What's fanatics?
0: Ha! fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports you can get the gear of all your favorite teams even nascar even nascar
1: if you shop using our link not only will you be getting swagged out but you will also
0: be supporting insert name fc and the unhinged sports network nice i'm gonna start shopping now and we're back all right we're episode two Neymar, the perfect chaos the comeback Neymar's career and fame take flight in Barcelona, but his transfer to Paris, the pressure created by the World Cup, and a shocking bet draw attention to the football player. Oh, yeah. So, Edward, what did you take away from episode two? I mean,
1: so, on that episode, I took a lot of, uh, there was a lot of negative stuff going on in that episode, like, not just uh, about allegations and stuff, like, you know, him raping somebody or something. It was uh, it was all about, like, him being a flopper and stuff like that. And mind you, it's just, that's, that's what happens when you're a dribbler. Like, you know, even I know that. It's like, you tend to get kicked a lot. And then the thing is, like, I'm not going to say he wasn't flopping. It's just, he was basically letting any small little Little, little hit just affect his game and then he would get upset and then he would throw like a temper tantrum like kid and the the thing is like in that episode you, you would also see that his dad was actually telling him like if you fall you know oh well you get back up you keep playing don't just throw a tantrum you're not a kid anymore you're a man and of course Neymar would be upset he'd be mad he'd be like man I don't want to talk to you you know like he, he would You would see his emotion. So it wasn't like him getting upset because he couldn't do something or he, they were stopping his playing for uh, X amount of reason, like for a stupid reason. It's just, he was, he was letting all that negativity get to him at the same time. I'm not, now, like I said, I'm not saying like, oh, Neymar is great. Is, uh, like, was a great player when he first started with, with Barcelona because that's basically how the story or the, the episode starts, right?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Is him going to Barca, being part of the Trident of Suarez and Messi. Um, but I, I think he um, he just didn't really grasp it until after that. And then it kind of does show him growing up. And it goes back and forth between him being grown up, being, you know, a little bit more mature. And you can actually see it in his game. And you can see it in him, like, as a person, you know. He was still joking around and stuff. But,
0: like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, you're a kid at heart. So staying with Barcelona, I I just want to go back to that part. Like, how did you feel when it was official, Neymar was going to be playing with Barcelona? Was there, what were your, like, initial thoughts when that happened? Because this is kind of like a little time capsule for you as a Barcelona fan.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, I was excited. I was excited for it. Uh, You know me. I was like drillers. I was like drillers, So I was excited for it. Um, I just, I wasn't too keen. Like, I I knew it was going to be a different game than what he does in Brazil. You know, like, I know. Because in Brazil, it's like, yeah, they get mad, but he's so quick and he's agile. He's young. He doesn't have that that uh like being old kind of stuff to to stop him.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. that was one of the things that was so important of him having Luis Suarez and, and Messi. Because you know, you had two guys that have been playing in Europe now for for quite some time. Um, obviously yeah. Suarez with his time at Liverpool and I and and Ajax. And then, you know, Messi, who's 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 an established legend in Barcelona. So these guys know what it what it means to play in that, that top level and how to be professional. So it was like, I think if, if Neymar didn't have those two in Barcelona, I think we'd probably be seeing a whole different story. But the fact that he had those two up front to like learn from, because, I mean, like you said, I, I always saw Neymar so different at Barcelona. Like him, he, there was a different maturity that he had over there. And I think it's just because of the fact that Messi and Suarez kept him on check. I mean yeah. he still joked around and I mean there's that fun video of, of him and him Suarez and Messi both all three of them drunk in a in a video. But um which that was that was just interesting. I never <laughs> Messi drunk and, and dancing. But um but yeah, like it, it, you know, you saw this maturity level with him. Um obvious, it's so like I, I definitely do think that Neymar made the right choice going to Barcelona and I even as, even speaking as a Real Madrid fan, because he went into a good situation. He did talk about how he was kind of frustrated with learning the Barcelona style, but, you know, kind of like, you know, once again, Messi kind of being that mentor for him. And it was just like, just play, man. Like, you don't have to, like, yes, I understand that like the the style of play that we have isn't keen to what you do, but he said, when you get the ball, just do it, do what you do best. And you can see kind of the, the switch was flipped at that moment for Neymar, um, and i think there were some people thinking that maybe that neymar was going to be the the future guy for barcelona um which i think is kind of hard especially when you have still when you still have messi and that wasn't like messi was old at that time like messi was in his prime years when yeah when neymar, when neymar was there so it wasn't like messi was going to be gone anytime soon i mean shoot the dude's only like what 33 now so it, it's no like, but back then I was like what 26 25 like yeah, so i mean he was going into his prime years so it wasn't like any Like I mean, granted, I would say that Neymar definitely took a lot of of of, a lot of you know did a lot for them during that run for the champions the championship that they made. Um, And I mean, you can definitely give him credit for that for that comeback against PSG.
1: Oh, the PSG comeback, yeah, man. Like that's the thing. It's like he was the one that was like moving everybody. He was the one that was being like he was screaming. He was telling everybody like, come on, we can still catch up. We can still win. We can do this. I was like, that's you know that's something not in the norm of Neymar you know like back then like when he was like he was younger you know you would never see that kind of like he would be upset he would be mad he would be pissed but you never saw that that pissed that pissed or that upset in that in that game he was just like come on we got to come back we can do it we got this we got this that's something apparently like that was a relief to see so, obviously
0: cuz you know that's you got to relive the comeback which was probably to you one of the most exciting moments to see, like, because honestly, that's it's never been done like that—a comeback like that. Yeah. Um, but to Six see, like, kind of comeback. the the build up to that comeback, like, kind of you mm-hmm. know hearing kind of like Messi and Suarez and and Neymar narrate how the comeback happened, like, was that something you were like hoping to keep, like list, like, hear about in the in this episode, or? Were you hoping well, that's i I
1: was. No, honestly, like, I keep thinking, like, okay, they're probably, like, they're just going to, like, he's going to talk about how, you know, his his dribbles and stuff like that, like, uh, his individual plays and stuff. But no, it's like they actually did bring in the trident that they brought in. Like, they didn't even just talk about Messi. It was, like, uh, all three of them where they, they did that one play where all three of them did it, and Swada just came out and over and, like, just closed in the goal, and he barely tapped it in. He scored it. But it was like a play started by Messi, passed it to Neymar name. I took it all the way in. He shot it. It it, it wasn't, a, it wasn't, it was a shot, but it was a really low shot and they got blocked. And then that's when Suarez came in, just tapped it in. And I was like, yeah, like it, it was, it was really good reliving that. And I'm like, I missed that. I was like, Barcelona right now doesn't have that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, man. So I mean, like. Yeah, like kind of going through what Neymar experienced with Barcelona was, was actually pretty interesting to me. Uh, and obviously they featured the two World Cups that, that Neymar was in. Obviously the 2014 World Cup in, in Brazil and then obviously the 2018 World Cup in Russia. But like 2014, obviously like, you know, Brazil, it's in Brazil. They're going to, you know, they, we want them to, to, to do really well and make it to the final. Um, and I mean, they were one game away from, from the final, and they ended up having to go up against, you know, the winners of the World Cup in Germany. Um, and it didn't help that Neymar was injured, got injured, uh, you know, obviously. That that was a big the, deal, the, yeah. The, the the nerve injury that he received in his back. Um, and, and and so, like, but, uh, you yeah, know, and I, and I completely forgot about that injury. I almost forgot about the semifinal, because obviously all I remember was, you know, Germany beating, uh, you know, Argentina in the final. Mm-hmm. But do you think Neymar could have done anything to prevent that seven one shellacking that Germany gave to to, to Brazil in Brazil? Uh,
1: I think he probably would have been a big help up front. He would have been. He would have been. He would have been giving the defense a run for their money, and that's the thing they didn't really have the players to do that. Like they didn't have somebody to be the playmaker up there at that time.
0: I mean, who did you have? What, Fred? <laughs>
1: um, I mean, I hate to say he's I mean, not a it bad It definitely but just, wouldn't be
0: William uh, Definitely, for sure.
1: Willian, all he does is have that speed. And once you cut it off, that's it. All he had was he has that, that cut one, speed. He has right. that
0: one chop, that one cut move. But I guess that That's really what I'm like.
1: saying. Like Just one cut and that's it. And
0: like that speed. He was, yeah, already, uh, he was already pretty yeah. old when that World Cup came through. Neymar was definitely missing that, in that one um, in 2014. Yeah, I having to like rewatch that final I was like good god that was ugly I mean I picked Mm -hmm. Germany to win that that world cup but it was just like it also was like man Germany is just just I mean Germany was just clearly the best team from the beginning of that world that world cup like they were miles ahead of everybody even with the fact Mm -hmm. that Brazil was still playing amongst their home fans like I thought like I was like maybe they have a shot but Germany was just so efficient that whole world cup so it was it was just it was their World Cup to win that year, but you go into 2018 and 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 this is kind of where you're talking about the flopping with Neymar kind of really rose a little bit more because you know you got all the memes you got the meme of him rolling <laughs> rolling down you know bowling pins rolling down the street. <laughs> um, it, I thought what was interesting was that they were saying that Brazil was the heavy favorites to win the World Cup. This is probably just my opinion because obviously I thought. France was that team that year, but, but, uh, like, do you think Neymar was kind of, was kind of scared also going into it because he was worried about getting a back injury, that, that similar back injury again? Yeah. You know, he, you know, he was. Yeah. Yeah, that sucked. And then obviously, you know, he, he makes his move to PSG. Um, which this is where everyone's saying that he he, he ended his terms with Barcelona very badly, um, you know. Some people were saying that he couldn't handle the pressure of being behind Messi, or he wanted to be away out of Messi's shadow. Um, do you think there was, or it was the money that he wanted? That that's why he chose PSG was because of the money. Uh, what do you think? What do you think was his? What was his main? His reason to go to PSG? Um.
1: I think his main reason was to be able to. I think they just offered him because, so, you know how his dad was really image focused on him. Um, I think that brought the opportunity for that. I mean, yes, he had the image in, in Barcelona, but again, the face of the team was Messi. Suarez was able, and even Suarez said it, it was never about who was better or this or that, even though you were playing alongside Messi. It was just you knew that you wanted to help and you knew you wanted to score and you knew you wanted to just play. And that, and that was the thing. Both All three of them had that. It's just I think maybe Neymar's dad got into his head because of the way that he even himself said it, that they were focusing on his image and trying to make it into a positive image. Into that, How else can you do that than from... Under the shadows of being over, under Lionel Messi, so you go and be the face of another team, which was at that time PSG. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then PSG was willing to shell out for a lot of money, and of course, give him perks, give him money as well. And, and we, you got to think about it like that. So,
0: no, yeah, I think it, yeah, you, you're completely right about. About all those things, I, I think. I think Neymar just wanted to go somewhere different. I think he got because I, I I think it's it was just simple as that. I think he just wanted to go somewhere else. Like you know, he he experienced Santos and he knew he was ready to leave Santos when you know. I felt like he just knew when it was his time with Barcelona, and uh, and it yeah. goes to PSG. But obviously, there's just so much pressure with PSG because they're like, oh, we want to build a club around him, and then obviously they're calling him a prima donna because you know he's like, oh. He, he, you know they, you have to train a certain way with, with Neymar cuz and I think at that point you're worried about because of his injuries. You know, you don't want to and, and he dealt with a lot of injuries at PSG. So you're like, "Oh, yeah. we we can't we can't, you know, play too hard on him in practice because we don't want him to get injured." Um yeah, injuries took a big toll for Neymar. Um and yeah. maybe that's also it, it's always that's always been the biggest issue when it comes to like players is the first thing you see about a player is the price tag. And obviously at that time, Neymar was like the biggest signing, um, the biggest, the highest transfer fee ever um, at that time. And it was like, and I mean, you can even say that you and me do that too. Cause you know, when, you know, I give, you know, Eden Hazard so much shit because of his price tag and he's only played like five games, but, and obviously that's no exaggeration, (laughs) but, but like, you know, we do that and it's just a natural thing because of, and, and I mean, obviously, we're talking about human beings, and it's not like I actually hate Eden Hazard, um, but you know, he just doesn't play. Um, I do hate Jock, but that's a whole different other discussion. But it, you know, that, that's just kind of the thing, though, that everybody does that. And obviously, you see how much your club spent to get this guy to your team, and he's just not performing. Um, I mean, Neymar is still balling, though. Like, I mean, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. this is you know, you know, around twenty eighteen, you know, kind of dang Jesus Christ it's been quite some time now yeah it's mm-hmm. been like it, that's like 2018 so it's a different time But like now Neymar's obviously still doing his thing and still playing well um but he wants out and that's kind of like the the little cliffhanger that they leave leave off on, on on this episode which I don't know what to expect in the, sec- in, in the third in the third and final episode because like they kind of covered
1: like, it all at this point right we're now we're like up to date so. now so like
0: what's left to yeah. talk about
1: um they even they even brought in uh, Kylian Mbappe for an interview, you know.
0: Yeah, so it's like yeah, I it's mean, like now we're we're now at we're now where we are right now, which he does want to be. He he does want to leave PSG. Apparently, his sporting director Kylian Mbappe also wants him to leave PSG. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like everything just caught like. And I think this is the reason why I didn't. I thought it was kind of weird to do a documentary on 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 Neymar because it's like Neymar. He's not even. I think he just barely. He's barely thirty now, so he's not even. Like he's not even really at the tail end of his career yet. So yeah. I think. It, I think that was the the thing that was. It, it's like if someone decides to do a documentary on Mbappe's career, it's like isn't it's not. It's not a very long career. I mean, Neymar's definitely has a long career than Mbappe, but it's just like I felt like it would have made more sense to do a documentary when his career was over. Yeah. Like it. Probably the next one we'll probably end up doing after this one is the Barcelona one. And it's like an interesting one because you're talking about an era of Barcelona. Like, that era is over now. Now we're in a new era of Barcelona. So it makes sense to do a documentary on that era. You know, so versus this is where, like, this is the head scratcher for me because honestly, I feel like they already tackled it in the two episodes. So I'm interested to see what that third episode even has for him. For, for about, is this like the part where, like, you know, hey, I'm not really that big of an asshole, which
1: to his person maybe they they talk about his personal like personal life you know
0: yeah and I and like you mentioned it as well like obviously the the rape allegations that he that he that he dealt with when you know at at, at some point at some point in his career, and like I gotta say like this is kind of the other side of the spectrum when it comes to these allegations like you know where you got this is why I'm like always saying like you gotta be careful sometimes because you don't know who's telling the truth or not I'm not really sure if 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 Neymar didn't or anything, obviously they, they ended up not ruling anything because there was no really no evidence that Neymar did anything. So, yeah. But it's obviously like that's the other side of why these rape allegations. Like sometimes, I mean, obviously, but with with uh, Benjamin Mendy and and Mason Greenwood, like there's proof. <laughs> Versus with Neymar, there was literally no proof, and I think the video that they showed was her beating him. So yeah
1: she
0: smacked him in the face. He was Which like, I was
1: don't like, breathe. how do you get this footage? <laughs> like, don't
0: smack that was, like, not, like, it was, like, a weird angle that they got in front. Like, it was, like, if, like they, in, in, like, a little door crack. Like, oh, this is where I'm going to put the camera. And then it was just, like, literally her, like, molly whopping him. Like, I was just, like, okay. <laughs> I was, like, clearly he Yeah,
1: pretty like, much. It's, like, like, yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> sure. Let's go for that.
0: But yeah, so that is episode two, man. Uh, next week, well, all be, next episode, I'm going to be careful watching, say next week because I said that last time. Uh, but we, I'm sure we will have an episode next week, but in next episode, we'll, we'll go ahead and touch up this, the, the finale of, of this documentary. And, and then we'll, we'll think, we'll tell you guys the next documentary, which is probably going to be the Barcelona documentary. So, cause Edward really wants to watch that one. So we'll do that one. Yeah. yeah, I do. All right. Edward games recap. to recap. Let you get into recap. All right, so my game to recap is, and
1: I know this is probably going to surprise you. I'm um, going to Liga MX. Um, going for Pumas versus Leon. Uh, they actually drew three to three. It was just a really good game, an intense game. It was a kind of like a back and forth, uh, a little bit of a. They had like a little bit of a, a speed and air ball kind of going thing. So I was, I, I stayed, I stayed and watched it, even though the kids were around me and stuff. Uh, they watched I try to watch it with them around me and everything. Um, Pumas had fifty yeah, excuse me. Pumas had fifty four percent of the possession, and Pumas outshot Leon seventeen at eight, and eight of those shots were on target for Pumas, and four of those shots were on target for Leon. But that's the thing; is like Leon came back after being down three to zero. So that's that's the comeback, you know. Yeah, no, that was that was a is. amazing even though even though, it, even though it ended up in a tie, but I mean 3-0 and then to come back from that,
0: yeah. One Pumas, what the fuck were y'all doing defensively at that point? But <laughs> I mean, Leon has, has always been that team that still has some fight in them. I wouldn't be shocked that they're in the in the playoff, whether it's for classification or or in the in the top four, because um, they're 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 they've been a really good team as of recently. So. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't expect much else from Leon. Hopefully we see them back in the playoffs, uh, this at the, at the end of the, of the Aportura. But yeah, no, great, great for them to stay in the game. Obviously, if you're down three to nothing, it's, you know, it's hard to, you know, keep morale up, but it was still plenty of time in the game. Um, you had a whole other half to compete, to play in and, and they stayed in it and, and, and then got the draw. So yeah, it was, yeah, it was a fun game to watch. I agree.
1: Yep. What about you? What's your game to recap?
0: So, like I said, whenever I, ever get, whenever I have a chance, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this team as much as they, they frustrate me. And no, it's not Arsenal. <laughs> but, uh, Sounds like it. it yeah, it kind of <laughs> does. But the Houston Dynamo drew with FC Dallas 2-2, two two, should have been 3-2, uh, in the Texas Derby. Um, Dynamo had 59% of the possession. And the Dynamo outshot FC Dallas 19-13 to and also 8-6 on shots on target. Um, also to point out for this game, this was the debut of Hector Herrera. This was his debut match, which was the big signing that, that uh, the Houston Dynamo were, were talking about since, since January, honest, since February, honestly, Well, maybe March, I don't remember. But basically since Hector Herrera has been rumored with the Houston Dynamo, from January because of him being at the end of his contract, and obviously once players are in their final six months, they are able to talk to other clubs, and Pat Onstan and the Houston Dynamo were very actually flew to to Madrid to go talk to Hector Herrera on the move to the Houston Dynamo, and, and they got the move done. He's now here in Houston. He, you know, and I mean, I gotta tell you, man, I loved every minute of watching him playing. Like, I mean, I, I despise the man when he plays for Mexico because you know he's usually choking out Weston McKinney. But, <laughs> but I mean, it's like one of those things. Is like you hate him when he's on the other side, but you love him on when he's on your side. And I mean, the man is honestly a maestro in the midfield. That man had great, uh, great ball vision, great delivery. I mean, he was he was a main reason why the first goal was scored for the Dynamo. Um, which was scored by Thor. Always love to say that name. Um, but what was it, Thor? Yeah, it was Thor to score the first goal. And, and so, like you know, he 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 chips up a ball up there. Um, ends up getting teenage ADB ends up getting the assist to Thor. scores and Thor scores the goal. Which is just great awareness from from Hector Herrera. Not giving the ball was actually about to go out of bounds, and he just keeps the ball in play and. And and gets a goal off of it. He didn't get the assist, but he was still part of that play.
1: He was part. He was basically the one who started.
0: But I mean, like, he comes in, he's instantly a leader, man. Like, he's like he instantly made the Dynamo a better team. Like, I (laughs) I don't. I know people were like excited about like all Bale and 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 Gonzalo Higuaín at least initially. Um, No, I I
1: was not excited. You already know. I I know. I know.
0: But at least uh, Miami thought that that was you know like freaking David Villa like. Thierry Henry. Like, Thierry Henry and David Villa, they as much as he's a scumbag, as much as David Villa is a scumbag, but, like, they made their teams instantly better. Like, he, they improved oh, yeah. the quality of their team, and that's literally what Hector Herrera did. Like, as soon as he came into the midfield, like, he was telling Coco ski, "Nah, he's like, don't worry, I'll, I'll be in the back. You go out there, like, because, I don't know if you guys have watched Coco Carasquilla, but that dude is really good. <laughs> but, yeah, he's really good with the ball. Very active player on the field. Which we didn't. We need more from the Dynamo, um, but yeah, like, like I said though, I love watching Hector Herrera just move the ball around. I was, I was just like, I was just in awe from. Like, I, I don't like saying that he's the best Mexican player because I think, I, I feel like that's kind of <laughs> deflating if you're a Mexican fan to say that, that your best player is Hector Herrera. But he honestly is your best player. Like, <laughs> damn. And not as, so not theory. even as a not even as an insult. Like he literally is just top class. Like, I mean, you're talking about this guy has been playing for played at Porto, was the captain at Porto. He he gets the the opportunity to play for Atletico Madrid with Diego Simeone, which I mean that's that's just a, a match made in heaven bad, for those yeah. two. And I and I'm just like, he it's not <sighs> that he's like it's like I think people want to say Chicharito, want to say Carlos Bella, people want to say Tecatito, you know, that those are the best players in Mexico. But it's like you know what, Hector Herrera? He's actually like he's their best player, and I think that it's not a disrespectful thing to say. I it's just I think you know you want to see the big names, Chucky Lozano. like you want to hear those names, and I mean Hector Herrera is still a big name. It's acha acha, you know everybody knows Hector Herrera, and, and if you're Weston McKinney, you know how it, you know how his hands feel. But oh my good. god, <laughs> I'm gonna keep mentioning. You're that not question. gonna let that go. No, I'm not. But that's what I'm yeah, saying. Though. But, get
1: it? You're not gonna let that go.
0: Oh, yeah, uh-huh. just like just like how he did that to West But I was like, waiting for that, but
1: you, you, it flew right over your head. So
0: I think I honestly do think that like Hector Herrera is Mexico's best player right now, uh, and it's nothing like a, a a diss to them. He just he's just a really important piece to Mexico, and, and I mean, like I said, he instantly made the Dynamo look so much better on the field when he walked in, when he stepped onto the field, it like he flipped the switch. I mean, they were down one to nothing when he came into the field. And then they get the two-two draw once again. It should have been three-two, and uh, this is what those leads to my other my other thing for this game that the pro referees suck in the MLS. This the is not like the third game that they've cost us a game.
1: The pro, I like how you like the pro referees.
0: Well, that's that's their acronym is pro, which is very ironic uh, because they're not very pro. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, they sucked. As a matter of so. The, the goal that should have been their third goal, they said that it was offside because Fafa Pico was in an offside position, but Fafa did not make, tried to make any contact with the ball. He actually avoided the ball. So as a matter, so in my opinion, that's a goal. And I mean, everybody on Twitter said it was a goal. I mean, the only people that probably didn't say it was a goal was FC Dallas fans, but they can go ahead and fuck off. But so that's why when I say the Dynamo should have won this game three to two, um, I know I'm going to be real petty, especially because it's FC Dallas. But yeah, it, it, and, and I mean, props to Jesus Ferreira. That dude is just a dog. Um, I mean, like that, there's a reason why he's kind of like, okay, this is like, he's actually scoring goals for the U.S. men's national team. Why he's getting called up with the U.S. men's national team, but, but fuck him. Um, cause when he scored that tying goal, the, 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 two, the goal to put them up 2 1, and then he starts chirping up the dynamo fence. And this is where, okay, some people are probably, get, look, the, the the crowd was sold out in 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 PNC like PNC Stadium it was a sold out crowd I don't know if it was really sold yeah, out because there was like some empty spaces but it was a sold out crowd allegedly um and you kind of know why <laughs> I mean <laughs> which I have love to the say, have I to love the, huh
1: I was like do you have to ask why it was sold out <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyways so the chanting was great like the energy was great in the stadium especially when obviously because Hector Hero got into the field and the crowd got really impactful on the field. Um, but we got to remember who's the fan base that's watching this game. It's not, hey, definitely not the Dynamo fans because they're not very much present. But it was uh, obviously guys that came to go see Achi Achi. And, um, well, you know how. Damn. You know. You know. And 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 once again, this isn't a shot of Mexico fans. I love the energy that Mexican fans usually bring in. I love the energy that you see in Liga IMEX games aside from like what happened at Queretaro. Um and, and like yes, the homophobic chant did appear in the game. They they yelled at Culero, they they did the Puto chant. Um They're just gonna not they're gonna keep doing it, guys. I, I don't know what else to tell you. And and it's not just them, like, you know, Salvadorians do it too. So I'm sure the Hondurans do it too. I'm sure most essential it's CONCACAF okay um but you do, they think Sabonis are like uh, come mierda
1: when they wait for the kick.
0: so but like everyone was, and, and you know there's there's this group that's like Dynamo fans for change which they're like this like this group of Dynamo fans that are just tired of how bad the Dynamo have been over the years, and so you know, I, I'm in there. I'm in the little Facebook group, and a lot of the, you know, a lot of people were like, "This was really class," because they were throwing beer cans at his. For I think someone actually got hit in the face by a beer can. Um, Why? once again give you, you? You knew the crowd that was coming. Uh,
1: so. uh, no, even then, bro. Like, come on, dog. Dude. Like, that's the thing. It's like you're there to see a player. You're not there to see the whole team. Like, yeah, it's cool to support the team. But I mean, come on!
0: Like, I will say know. the FC Dallas players—they were also uh, flat, uh, flipping the bird at the Dynamo fans. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> so that, the rivalry is there. So, um, I see that? Yeah, I, I was just. But yeah, so like you know, fans were throwing beer cans, and they actually had to stop the game because the homophobic chants, which is obviously the Puto chant and um, and culero. So it was it was because of that. Um, but all in all, I love the energy from the crowd. Yes, it could probably tone down a bit, but once again, like I said, Hector Herrera was there. We knew the majority of the fan base what what was to come. If you were surprised by it, I don't know where you've been living. It clearly under a rock because if you watch any Mexico game, if you watch any Latin American game, that's usually what the crowd gives you. I mean, freaking in Argentina they throw they throw freaking flare flare bombs at each other. So, oh man. So, yeah, it's a it's it's definitely a different type of intensity. I get it. It's probably it probably scares a few of the gringos, um, but
1: not even the gringos, the kids.
0: Yeah, and I get also the fact that they're you know they're shouting, which I mean, some probably some of the kids didn't even know what they were saying. They probably thought they were saying Pluto. So, um,
1: like, it's not a planet.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why did I make which, myself which sound I'm like, like a nerdy I kid? Like, I thought that was like a, a interesting argument. Was like there was children there, and I was like, do they speak Spanish? Because <laughs> like they're not they, gonna know what those yo- words mean. They yoked. So, yo- even if they, they speak Spanish, they're not gonna know what. No. At least they're not gonna know what culero means. I mean, puto, they probably. Mean. I mean,
1: unless if they get called that at home. Yeah. So
0: yeah, <laughs> um, I understand it's a different type. Of, I'm just glad there was a it was a full stadium. I'm glad that there was energy from the crowd. Probably not the best time to have a, a LED wristband night uh, from Dynamo. Uh, yeah, they they also threw those yeah. wristbands on the
1: field. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I was, say, I was like, rule no, number one it.
0: when it comes to Latin Latin based fans. And I know that I'm trying oh. to be very vague with this because I don't want to say specific Mexico. Um, but like with Latin based fans, don't give them anything that they could throw at. Uh, yeah, uh, hey, beer cans. You know
1: Probably,
0: probably shouldn't bring probably Wa- should stop water beer. Water Draft beer
1: probably is
0: the way to go. Water balloons, water water balloons. Honestly, if you guys (laughs) want to know, in El Salvador, in El Salvador, in in El Salvador, like they don't even allow people to sell cans. Like they they give you beer in a in a bag. So
1: yeah, like this La (laughs) So yeah, so like
0: it's it's not just Mexico people. I'm trying to I'm trying to help y'all and understand that it's not just Mexico. It's other you know countries below the border that that have Mm -hmm. that bring the same type of energy. So. It freaking, <laughs> but yeah, just, just, just putting that out there. Uh, but, and, and all this fuck FC Dallas. The game should have been three to two. Uh, Dynamo should have won this game. Um, Hector Herrera, I'm excited. I'm kind of glad though that they didn't win the game only because I, I, my dumbass decided to make a jersey bet right there on the spot. I was like, if Hector Herrera helps us win this game, I'll buy his jersey. Um, and then I saw the price for the Mexico jersey and I was like, oh God. Um, <laughs> Which, by the way, that Mexico jersey—I love the look. It's just the logo kills it for me.
1: Which which logo do they have now?
0: It's the the new badge, the the tramp stamp tattoo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like it's a cool jersey. It's just that badge, just it just kills it. It just kills it. But yeah, but all right, our players of the week.
1: All right, so let's go with our players of the week, there, sir. So, my player of the week is actually, and I'm going back to the León-Pumas game, Lucas Diorio, who scored two goals in those comeback draw against Pumas. I mean, that's the reason why I chose him. He he done did help with the the comeback.
0: You have a fun fun fact about about, uh, Di Diorio. Oh, yeah. He's actually Mm -hmm. loan from Pachuca. Wait, he's
1: he's he's an Argentine soccer yeah, he said Pumas. No, no, he's on loan from Pachuca. Oh, I, was, <laughs>
0: I thought you told me he was on loan from Puma.
1: No, I said Pachuca, bro. Oh,
0: so how's that? You <laughs> laughed about it. No, I didn't. think oh, never said it was Oh ironic. yeah, you have your, your connection to Pachuca.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn, I was like, that's the, that's the Pachuca's the team I always picked to win anything, and then they end up. Failing, so maybe that's my curse.
0: What do you mean? You <laughs> said my... oh, Pachulia can make the playoffs and they finish in first
1: place. Yeah, but are they going to take it all the way?
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. It seems pretty good. Anyways, well, maybe not because right. they they got they let uh, Lucas Diorio go on though. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, but great. uh, but what about you? Who's your who's your player of the week? So. Along with the Dynamo rivalry game that happened with the Texas Star, once again, fuck FC Dallas. Um, there was El Tráfico, and if you guys don't know what El Tráfico is, it is honestly, prob. I will honestly say, even though as young as this rivalry is, it is definitely the most fun rivalry I have watched as a as an unbiased, like just as a neutral fan. Um, LAFC and LA Galaxy they always bring it for their for their 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 rivalry match. Um, I think even Edward hasn't has watched a few El Tráfico's now. Um and yeah, so that happened this past weekend and and Jose Simpantes he's yes, that's my player of the week he scored two goals in LAFC's three two win against the LA Galaxy. Uh, just a really good game all, all throughout the game and I I was so I just it was I was like man how 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 is anybody gonna top that game and then the Houston Dynamo and FC Dallas like I mean as that as a neutral you probably enjoyed that at Texas Derby as well. Um, as, as for me I'm. I'm I'm still kind of like heated by it and and fuck you FC Dallas, um, but damn, oh I fucking hate FC Dallas. I probably hate I them. That, I, I hate them more than I hate Tottenham.
1: Damn, wow,
0: yeah. So congratulations to Lucas Diorio and Jose Cienfuentes for being our players of the week. All right, James watched this weekend. I kind of t- 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 mentioned it in, in the beginning of this episode, but the Women's Euro is currently going on. Go ahead and check it out. It is been really interesting. I've actually, whenever it's on, I go ahead and check it out. It is a, these these women are balling, man. Like, they're playing. Like, they're playing with some heart, and I, and I respect that. And also, the the uh, Copa America Femenina, which is oh, the, women's that's Co- right. the Women's Copa America. I do believe that there's still something going on. I think CONCACAF actually done. Um, And, which, congratulations to the U.S. Women's National Team. They qualify for the World Cup in 2023. Um, and I believe also Afri- the African Cup of Nations, the Women's African Cup of Nations, is going on as well. So there's a lot of women's soccer. Once again, go ahead and check out Wolso Digital Media and Women Kickballs. They're going to be covering it nonstop. So go ahead and follow them so you're in to know what's going on with women's soccer. All right, so MLS man, we got the we got the New York rivalry man. We got the New York Red Bulls taking on New York City FC. Mm,
1: so, that's going to be going to be a good one
0: battle for New York and, and another Texas You're rivalry cool. game another Texas rivalry game FC Dallas versus Austin FC both of them could fuck off so I hope they tie I hope they tie like, like, like Dynamo did? it should have been 3-2 <laughs> fuck the pro refs
1: I still don't understand that pro refs crap
0: those are the the, 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 the referees that the MLS hired and they suck don't know how to review plays they'll review a yellow card though. Jesus Christ. Anyways, Liga MX, Atlas versus Cruz Azul. So, already a rematch of the Campeón de Campeones Cup. I mean, Atlas is the Campeón de Campeones, but Cruz Azul technically is. So, we'll see if they if they can uh, redeem themselves against them. Um, and Puebla taking on León. I mean, so, go ahead, those are some games that you guys should probably keep an eye out for this weekend. Um, there's a lot more games, but you know we're hoping that we can guide you if you guys need to need some info. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and take one more break, and then we'll get going with three up, three down. Hey, it's Hector.
1: Yo, this is Edward, and, and we, we are
0: Insert FC.
1: Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer.
0: Catch us on unhingedsn.com on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We will, we will see, see you, you there. there. And we're back. All right. Three up, three down, La Liga and Max jerseys. I need to go get my phone because my dumbass threw it in my bed. <laughs>
1: <It's
0: true. laughs> and I need my phone so I can go ahead and say what Spencer has for his three up, three down.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So I'm an idiot. I was too heated about stupid FC Dallas. Fuck them, by the way. <sharp inhale> um, but yeah. So three up, three down, The Liga and Max jerseys. Obviously, we, we, we previewed the Apertura. Last episode, and we had we did a, we had a different three hundred three down. So we'll do because we, we didn't know we were going to be previewing Liga MX so early. So now we're going to go ahead and do our three hundred three on the jerseys. I I'm gonna be t- I'm gonna tell you right now. I was actually pretty surprised uh, how very minimal some of these sponsors are now on these Me- Liga MX jerseys.
1: Yeah, they're not that bad. I mean, maybe most of them are probably in the back. They're not like all at the front. So
0: yeah, I mean I mean Pachuca still Pachuca. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, so I was very surprised by that. So we're going to start things off with Spencer, and then Edward, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I can go first. Alright, so Spencer's three down. At number three, Cruz Azul's goalkeeper, 2 Okay. Uh,
1: I mean, it's... It's... Uh, um, the... What do you say? The second goalkeeper. Well, oh, oh, yeah, with that pink or that uh, purplish pink.
0: It's very minimal. Very, very minimal. Yep. Uh, I know Spencer doesn't like that too much. And number two, Deportiva Toluca's third kit. Which one? <laughs> Toluca's third kit. Oh, uh,
1: hmm. I'll be honest. I think that one may have made all our
0: lists. Yeah, that's... Uh... I'll, I'll I'll hold I'll hold on my thoughts on that jersey. <laughs> 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 and number one, get that with the dang pedigree logo in the middle. Terrible placement.
1: <laughs> I mean, what if the Spence, Spence, Check this out. The reason probably why they have it such a big logo is probably because
0: that's their major sponsor. No, yeah, It's just it's it's literally it's like on your belly. Yeah, man. Yeah. A, I mean, you, they already right. have, like, a bunch of sponsors. I mean, this See. this team should not exist anymore, but... um, But, honestly, I, the thing that kills it for me as well on this jersey is that the badge is just, like... They should have probably kept the badge the way it is, like, have the white, like, you know? Yeah. Maybe they're ashamed of the badge, so they wanted it to, like, be, like, camouflaged because, you know...
1: Maybe, maybe that's what it, or maybe even the, maybe Pedigree was like, hey, center contract, there's got to be a big so-and-so Simple. Like, they probably emphasize on the See, size.
0: Like, if they would have done the, the badge the same as the Pedigree logo, I mean, I it just doesn't make sense because everything's white except for the the logo badge. Like, the Charlie, yeah. yeah, the Charlie logo is white. Uh, all the lettering for, like, the other sponsors are white. Shoot, the Pedigree's in white. And then, like, the only thing that's in that Baby blue is the
1: Catalano badge.
0: Yeah, it's like true. It just doesn't. It doesn't. Really I think they
1: wanted it. to. I think that what they did is like if you look at the baby blue one though, like the same thing. It's the baby blue, but it's the white badge, but everything else is blue. So maybe they just wanted to. They wanted to Honestly, make sure the badge stands out, but not the, but not the sponsorships. Uh,
0: it, it just doesn't look right. Honestly, like it, it shouldn't even be the other way around. The badge is fine on the other jersey, on the away jersey. It should have been the same for the home jersey. But yeah, so that's special three down. what's your three down.
1: All right, so my three down is actually... So, my three down. My number three, the Rayados, the Monterrey. The home. The to oh. me, okay, so, okay. The reason, be- I love their, their regular Rayados. It's just this one, tell me if I'm lying, it reminds me of like a UPC code. Like if you're about to get scanned, I'm freaking... <laughs> no, I get like, that. The, the, that's the thing. It's like, dude, it's so off-putting, bro. Like to me, I, I love like the regular, like they just do like Los mm-hmm. Rayos, but that that right there, is just totally off-putting, man. Like it just freaking... I feel like if I walk by the scanner, it's going to go beep and fucking get charged for something. and you know? I didn't even fucking buy it.
0: Nah, I, I agree. I agree. That's a good pick. All right.
1: Yeah. So number two is actually, maybe it's because it's the purple, but the Mazatlan jersey. Okay. Like, I just, it's just maybe that purple. It, it, okay. So to me, it screams out Inter Miami. Am I wrong? Inter Miami is pink. Or what, who's the one that's in purple? Orlando City. There's a, Orlando City. Okay. So I got them all mixed up. But yeah, Orlando City. That That's the one that it screams out to me. Like it just screams out Orlando City.
0: Okay. And then number Do you, one. Do you not like the Orlando City
1: jersey? I like the little lion looking thing. It looks all right. It's just, uh, it's the purple, man. It's the purple, bro. Okay. I just, it's very strong.
0: Okay. But, and in
1: my number 1 down you're going to hate me but the uh, deportivo toluca jersey the third one
0: yeah it seems like it that's just,
1: part, that's unlike jersey just, to me it just looks like just like one, it looks like one of those shirts that you know your really colorful uncle wants to wear at a party and he wants to show off that he's got like like those 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 shirts that have like a bunch of patterns and stuff, and you're just like, you're not gonna pick up any chicks with that. <laughs> yeah, like that's true. That's that's what it looks like to me. but, Yeah.
0: All right, all right. So for my three down, I have Monterey's home jersey.
1: Oh, you had it too. <laughs> oh
0: my god, I I don't like it at all. Um,
1: but that's what I'm saying. You're, you're right. It's be...
0: a, the classic look for for obviously for Montede is, is is the stripes, the rayados. Um, yeah. yeah it's kind of it's it's like it's like slowly like shrinking uh, so I'm not a fan of that look either um, also I don't like the weird disconnect that they did with the with the Puma logo and the badge like mm-hmm. it just the, the stripes just stopped over there um, yeah I wish they would have stuck with their traditional look because uh, I feel like the jersey would have looked cool if they just had their traditional stripes on it because it's a it's a it would have been a clean jersey if the stripes would have been like the traditional yeah. way. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah, Monterrey, like, even though you you know what, what's what's to come for them, which is Stripes, but like, yeah, this wasn't it for me. Uh, my number two is Querétaro's Home. I kind of said why I don't like the badge. I don't like that the badge is kind of like that baby blue. It's like everything mm-hmm. else is white. Like, just have the badge be just the regular white. And then plus it doesn't help that I just don't like Querétaro right now. <laughs> but, but yeah. Gee, tell us how you really feel. I mean, fucking kill people. <laughs> <But> <laughs> um, and then my, my number one is Luca's third jersey. I have, no the, the the yeah. I have no idea what the fuck Luca's third jersey. Oh. I have like zero I like how you just
1: rambled on through
0: that one. I have no idea what the fuck Luca was thinking. Dude, with that. you know,
1: you know, you know what it reminds me of? It's like, it's like kind of like if like, you were to watch a It's supposed to be Disney like a Day movie.
0: of the Dead themed jersey. I,
1: I think so, yeah. And, and it's, it's just, just like,
0: it which is, you're you're freaking the Los Diablos Rojos. Like it, it, you know, you could if you were gonna do a a day of the dead type jersey, you already, you already I would get okay, I would get you this jersey
1: just because
0: you hate it. I, I feel like it's gonna become so bad that it becomes good. And I hope not. Uh, this looks so. like a, this, honestly, this looks like we're gonna see this in Ross at some point. Um hmm. so it's just, it's just not a good look. I mean, Saluka just straight up with the, with these jerseys this year, um, in general. Because the home jersey is pretty boring. The white jersey, I don't know what the fuck that that look is, but yeah, it the third looks like kid, it's,
1: it's the Siberian tiger, man. What are you talking? About?
0: The third kit <laughs> is like by far the worst, though. It's, it is just bad. It is not a good look. Um, I want to see.
1: I, you think they're actually they're gonna wear it on the Day of the
0: Dead, whether they have a home or away wagon? I think so. I think that's the whole point was it was there at the end of those jersey. But yeah, so so that's my three down. And then Spencer's three up. Number three, Tijuana's home.
1: Mm. I will say it's It's Tijuana's home. Yeah, I actually,
0: yeah. I mean, you're a sucker for black and red, so I mean that.
1: Yep. And the thing is, it's on my list too. It's on my list too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: so uh, okay. And then uh number two is Pumas Away.
1: Pumas Away? I mean the Pumas one you can't really ever fuck it up. Like you really like can't. you know
0: what's what's to come. Yep. Golden it's, it's that new it's that new Nike uh layout mm-hmm. that they have. I mean, that golden blue, you can't really ever go around with it. Yeah, no, that's a, that's that's always going to be clean. And then number one, Club León's Away. Wait. Yeah, Club, Club León's Away. Yeah, I mean... It is it's such a, it's an a good, interesting it's, look. Like, I like that.
1: That's the thing. You know what I was... The, the thing is, I, had it, I have it in mind. That's... Uh, damn it, Spence... <laughs> Yeah. All right. What's your, what's your three up? All right. So my three up, my number three is actually Club Leon's, the jersey. But the reason being, it's because I like it. It reminds me of like reading a newspaper kind of deal. And I thought that was actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the reason why. And then my number two is actually the Chivas jersey. Plain, simple, classic red and red and white with Chivas logo on it. Nothing too crazy about it, you know what I mean.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Super, I, I like that they put the badge in the middle, though. Yes, exactly. That's why I was like, "Man, I was like, that's basically." I think that's the only change they did was instead of being over on the left side, it's actually down the middle now. Mm-hmm. So, hold on. <coughs> Ooh, that's neat. Ooh. Anyways, <laughs> did I neat Anyways, you mean, just uh, announced that you <laughs> Yeah, cause, I mean, think about it. They're gonna listen to this and be like, what the hell is that? they are be like, hi, unless, if, unless if I did the, uh, the sneeze that Chevy Chase did in community. <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. Anyways. <laughs> but anyways, um, and then my number one is Clute Tijuana's home jersey. That one to me just rips or like, it just reads like, like ripped out their blood. So I like Jurassic Park. <laughs> so that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> That, that's what it, it reminds me of the Jurassic Park, man. Like that's that's what it is. It reminds me of Jurassic Park. That's why I chose it. All right. Okay. All right. But what what is it? What's yours?
0: All right. So at at my my number three is Leon's away. Damn. Yeah, I I, I thought it was such an interesting uh like. It's like, I think it, it's so interesting that it works and it's like intriguing and it's also like it's articles of Leon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I thought it was a really cool look. I like that it's like everything is basically in that same layup, like even the even the badges in that that newspaper style. So yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I like that they did it.
1: That, it's the different, saying, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so
0: different that it's like, it's cool. It's not like the look is like what the fuck that is. So <laughs>
1: You're still on that. You're hung up on that. It's so one.
0: bad. It is so bad. Um, my my number two is Pachucas Away. Okay. And when when I when I get to it, I'll explain why. Uh, when I find it, I get to. When I find it, <laughs> Jesus, oh my Christ. God. where did I put it? Where is it? Uh, there you go. I don't know. I'm I'm just a sucker for powder blue. Uh.
1: The or what? Pachuca. Oh,
0: number two. Yeah, Pachuca's away. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I like. I just like it. All right. And my number one oh, wow. is Pueblos Away.
1: Okay.
0: I like the stripe. I like that. There's like a design on the stripe, on the vertical stripe. Yeah. yeah. I like I It's it, it, I just like that. It's different. I don't. The orange works. Maybe it's because of the Dynamo fan in me. But like the orange works with the blue. Uh, I feel like NYCFC should have done it like this because <laughs> I'm not a big fan of their of their of their jersey right now. But like this looks cool. It looks. I I I think it's cool. I, I this is like the only one that nobody else picked in it, so far from this list. So yeah, my number one is Pueblo. All right. All right. Okay. Oh, all
1: right. Cool.
0: So. That is three up three down. That's the show. If you want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network? Check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com. Also follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Belly Up Sports and at Belly Up Media. Um go ahead and check up, see what you know what's going on over there um, with with all the podcasts. Obviously, they have their current TV channel over at Tiki Live. So go ahead and see who's going who's who's, who's live right there on that channel as well. So shout out to Belly Up. Um Shout out to Alejandra Gomez. She created the Intername FC logo. Um, we love, love you, the logo. Alejandra. I was redeeming himself from after he, what his comments made by Shakira.
1: Um, what? I, just...
0: We love the logo. Damn, if you guys need a logo done, we, we, do we logo. highly recommend Alejandra. She's really great. Literally told her what I wanted and she hit it out of the park. So hit her up on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, at a.g.graphics with an X. And if you guys love the intro, if you guys love the outro, well, it's done by a, our, our very beloved Roosevelt Spencer, the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award, if you guys didn't know, which congratulations to Robert Lewandowski, our, 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 our only winner so far. Um, yeah. So if you guys love our beats, you guys love, our, like, love that you know we sound pretty halfway decent on our, on our singing bets, it's because of Spencer. <laughs> um, if you guys love all that stuff, well, make sure you guys go ahead and hit him up. On Instagram at that guy dope. Once again at that guy dope. You guys need beats done. We highly recommend you go to Spencer because he he throws that fire. I love what he did with with the screw. I love the chopper screw that he did for our last episode. I love the Donkey Kong beat. I love the early Hulan beat that we did for the outro. Um, we, I just ask him if he could do it, and he just does it. Like that's just all I have to say about Spencer. He just he 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 does this shit, and it's it's fucking amazing. So. Props, But yeah, so that's the show. Um, Episode 94. So catch us next week, hopefully. Hopefully there's no no other holidays popping up on us.
1: (laughs) No other holidays that we don't know about there, sir.
0: Yeah. So hopefully there's nothing else popping up on us. So we'll be back to doing weekly episodes once again. Uh, We should not have any more breaks um, until next summer. That you know of. That I know of. That you know of. And I know, especially because, you know, come the fall, we're going to be pretty busy with the World Cup as well. So, with all that being said, man, thank you so much for listening and catch us next week for episode 95. Take care, guys.